This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Stale Radio. Of all the unlikely heroes, it's Scannell, Ambrose, goal! Darren Ambrose for Crystal Palace, and that may do it! to Hayes Lane, this is Homestyle Radio, it's quite loud unfortunately, but we're here doing a live show from uh, from Cray Wanderers at Bromley, where Crystal Palace are, got another pre-season friendly here, I'm Ben Nagel and I'm Chris Hambling with me. Hello. Hello. And we're You're here. Right, yeah. You're mumbling a bit incoherently at the Sorry, start. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, had a, I had a whole intro planned out and then you know what happens when you get to a live a live show and then it all goes and you just forget completely what you're meant yeah, to say. And, so. and obviously you heard our co-commentator Ross Phillips shouting eagles just yeah. by the fact we're on air. Yeah, brilliant. The Palace players just coming into the tunnel on our left here. We're in the in the press box at Hayes Lane. Feeling like a proper little radio show. Box? Using the press box. Press, yeah. The press box. Okay. Here at... Crystal Palace game. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, we've got the team. Well, yeah. The team. Yeah, I'll read you the team to start off the, uh, the broadcast. I'll read, start to start with the, uh, the Crystal Palace team. We've got Ross Fitzsimmons in goal, Alex Winter, Kiddell Daniel, Andy Dorman, Jack Holland, Quade Taylor, Ben Fennick, Gus Sal, Ibrahim Sakaja, Crazy Apai, and Kieran Cadogan. And then the substitutes for Crystal Palace. We've got Tom King, Michael Chambers, Aaron Akaruka, and Newman Carney. Um, who originally when we got the, got the team sheets nobody had a clue who he was we've done a little bit of a Google search and we found out that he uh, was at Norwich uh, youth, uh, youth level and then he moved to Luton uh, and we just assumed that he's on trial at Palace so left sided centre back you said yeah yeah left, can play left or centre back but he is left footed so so, yeah, so the listed subs anyway are three defenders and a keeper yeah we were quite worried about that um, obviously the, the players have been on holiday in well I say holiday they've been away in Malaga of that, the, uh, the pre-season trip to Exeter we understand didn't work out quite as planned so they got a last minute trip to Malaga where they've had a couple of days out there 
so they've come back tonight so we haven't got a full strength side more of a youth side but uh, we understand Dougie Freeman's going to be on his way he's on his way now live uh, from the airport come straight off the plane to come here so yeah absolutely it's interesting news to hear that because um it's not a massive palace contingent here. I mean, the, the ground's pretty empty. Uh, we've been we've pretty well followed it. The pre-season friendly so far. So, um, a bit disappointing, but hopefully a few more will turn up. Uh, if, you're, if you're around the corner or anything, don't forget, it's free to get in if you're a palace season ticket holder, so you might as well make the, the journey down. Mm, yeah, so uh, we're here to bring you live commentary tonight as well as a bit of... Insight. We'll, we'll try our hardest. Yeah. Um, so I think the best way to start is just to talk a little bit about the pre-season friendlies that we've already had. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, talk about some results. So obviously we started off at Lewis, then went to Dulwich, and then Margate, and then Aldershot. We've won three and we've lost one. Uh, but the one, the one game that we did lose was against Margate, three-one, and that was quite an understrength side, much like tonight, actually, Chris. Yeah, yeah. These pretty much the, the exact same lineup. To be honest, although I think Winter, uh, the only difference between Winter starting that game at centre back. Um, with uh, Akaruka playing the right back position right. and that was changed at half time but yeah I was at that Margate game uh, very very disappointing but so I guess we want to start with Lewis really don't we? yeah well it was a 5-1 win put the score out straight away so it's a, it's a fantastic game We pretty much two two completely different halves two different sides um, more of a, a Palace first 11 in the first half and then a a younger side in the second half. So in the first half we had Bryce Ward, McCarthy, Ramage, Parsons, Garvin, Zaha, Baxter, Wilbraham, Apaya, Cadogan. So yeah, quite quite a, quite a strengthy side. Um, and the goals from Wilbraham, Baxter, Zaha and Fennick and Easter. So Wilbraham, if we start off with that first goal, it's nice to see the new signing get on the score sheet straight away. Yeah, always, always is. I mean, you never quite know where you're going to get. There was a lot of fuss made about uh, Wilbraham's signing, obviously. Um, 32 and people worried about his age. Yeah, obviously he gets the, the labelled as a journeyman and you can kind of see why if you look just look at statistics. But, you know, Doug has not made too many mistakes in the, in the transfer window and, and I've seen Wilbraham play twice um, before. And, and well, one, only one of those is, is for Palace, but but he, he looked really, really good uh, when I saw him, and, and I can see why he went for that. He's certainly more of an able target man than uh, than. Um, <laughs> I've just been passed a message that says Ross McCormack wants an interview. He's outside. But I don't think that that's true. Um, so sorry, yeah, Wilbraham. I, I think he just looks more of a more of a target man than Murray did. So if we're going to try and use that tactic at any stage, I can see why we've signed him. Another player that scored as well was uh, Jose Baxter, the Everton Everton man that we had on trial. Um, a lot of speculation about him, whether he was going to join. I think Dougie's now said that he, he might be a little bit under the fitness levels that we wanted and, and we might not be signing him. But what, what are your thoughts on him? Well, I mean, I don't listen too much to what Dougie says in the press. Yeah, because, like, you, can, yeah. you don't know quite what his angle is. He does like to make uh, very literal statements. And if you read the wording, uh, it's never quite what it seems. Yeah. But he, he never really 100% denies something or confirms something. Mm-hmm. But I mean, what, is, what is pretty clear, I mean, from the spoke to a Tramway fan about him, where he's on low the season, is he has struggled for fitness and uh, just general, you know, just be carrying a bit of weight. Um, you look at the pictures from him on Twitter from when he started training at Palace, so when he went out just before he went off to, um, to Malaga, yeah. he's visibly lost weight. So yeah. clearly, uh, he's getting himself into something very shame with us. And I think Dougie said that he wants to play for a club where the manager can get the best out of him. Um, and hopefully that is Crystal Palace because he looks an incredibly talented lad. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard a couple of Everton fans saying that he, he looked quite promising and then instead of losing the weight, put on the weight, but it shows his intent, I guess, that, that he's losing the weight for Palace and maybe he has got a future here, but who knows? Obviously, like you said, you can't take what Dougie says for granted. Another player that scored was, was Brian Fennick and he's won 
captain. I've heard only good things about him in, in the games that he's played in pre-season. Well, he's, he's the one that you get one every pre-season where they kind of just appear out of nowhere and, and just impress people. Funnily enough, it was Pinney last year, I think, um, and it never, it never really got any game time. Yeah. Um, whether the same is going to be true for Fennec, I don't know. Again, Dougie's played it down in the press and said um, he feels Bayern's way short of first-team level at the moment. But in terms of the games that I've seen, he's been the standout player every time he's played. Yeah. Um, you know, final ball's not great, but as an 18-year-old, you, you kind of expect that. But he's, uh, he's a proper winner, we don't have many of those. And, uh, I've been very, very impressed, and obviously we know he's a nice lad, and I love the fact he corrects people's spelling and grammar on Twitter. <laughs> it amuses me no end. But, but he's just, he just seems a, seems a very, very talented ground lad. And I think, you know, it's a good long-term signing. He, like, you forget he's only 18. He joined as a pro. He's in the last year of his pro deal. I think he'll, I think he'll get another one. I think he's got a bit of time on his side. Mm, definitely. And Zaha and he's got the other guys in that. It's very relieved to speak too much about them. It's obviously nice to see he's still on the score sheet and Zaha as well. Um, but we'll move straight on to the Dalit Chamney game, which the main headline came from that, really. Not not from anybody, any new players. <laughs> a very old player, in fact, in, in Dougie Freeman, who came on and made a substitute appearance. Were you at that game? Uh, sorry, yeah, I was at that game. Yeah. Um, that's one. That's the yeah. one game that I look back on. I think, oh, just I wish, because in the day I, I considered going, and I thought, no, nah, it's quite out of my way. I won't go, and then I just wish I had. Yeah, no, there's a few. There's a few people who said that, and it was one. I'll tell you, we had, we had twice the number we had at Dulwich last year. It was absolutely rammed down. Yeah, uh, it's a really good game of football. Uh, Dulwich reportedly a little unhappy that we didn't bring the first team, but our, yeah. but our youngsters well and truly played them off the pop. Um, Amazing to watch him and Reese Alessani play together. Yeah, I've heard. Uh, the two linked. I mean, you've seen the goal on YouTube. Yeah. If you haven't seen it on YouTube, go to redbluearmy.co.uk. He's got all the goals from all pre-season friendlies so far. Which is ridiculous, seen, isn't it? It's ridiculous. I've seen him lurking with his iPad as well. So if we get anything today, just keep an eye out. But yeah, um, link play between between Freeman and Alessani was, was out on this world. Um, yeah, well, not only did Freeman come on just as a as a little performance, but he also hit the post and set up Alessani. On his goal, so well he set out with a nutmeg as well, so not even just a normal set. Incredible. I'll tell you the only the only slight thing was what he was watching him, seeing him, seeing that he can find a pass that no one else can find. Yeah. But then just seeing that his legs have gone, you know, and there's a reason he hasn't played for yeah. a while. But it's, it's a shame, really. But always be a legend. Great to see him one last time. Mm. Yeah. So after the first two wins, we went to uh, to Margate and unfortunately lost three one. Ibrahimovic just scoring our our goal. He's mm-hmm. in the team obviously tonight. Um, so yeah, you were. Were you at that game? I was indeed, yeah. I missed yeah. the Olympic opening ceremony. Right, to oh, yeah, that I do game. remember that. Um, <laughs> like you said before, very similar team to what we had tonight. Yeah. I, I'm hoping for a very different performance because it was abject, yeah, to say might, the least. It might be difficult to commentate on a performance like Margate if, if we do perform. Yeah, it would be very difficult to commentate and not swear. Because it was, it, I tell you, it was very, very frustrating to watch. But there was a, what the problem was at Margate was that they were a big physical side playing long ball. And we had a team of kids out and they couldn't cope. It would have been a great learning experience but they were bullied they won they lost pretty much 90 percent of headers and um what i will say ibra's goal was was absolutely sensational um pro- probably i don't know it doesn't eclipse stuart o'keefe's wonder body yeah but but, it's, 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 but it comes game. slightly below that it's similar sort of standard to wolf's goal uh, against all shot but but yeah basically left hand side sorry right hand side of the box smashed it in the top left corner but it really was our only bright moment uh, and you expect players like Dorman and Marrow and, and Cadogan 
to, to make that step up and, and to help those youngsters when they're having a tough game and I don't think that they did that. Yeah, well they've obviously got another chance tonight to prove themselves if the gap does turn up in time. The players has gone out now, so uh, I think... No, you've got a little excited, that's the subs. Sorry, sorry. Subs are going to the sub. We'll carry on talking. It might work out quite well then because we've got one more pre-season game to talk about and then we'll do transfers at half-time as well as the first half. Um, Play. Um, so if we just talk really quickly about Aldershot in that last yep. game, we won 2-0, so quite a, quite a simple win. Um, Zaha scored and then, well, Zaha scored the second and O'Keefe got the first with that screamer with his left foot, which is pretty incredible. If you haven't seen that goal, that's another one that you need to, to yep. get on and, and have a look at because it was unbelievable. Made it onto the Daily Mirror website as well, I think. Um, I hope you're enjoying the tunes in the background, by the way. Yeah, so uh, you gone here. I think they're actually being played out on cassettes. That's all you need to know about that. <laughs> um, Ridiculous. No, that was a short game. I mean, I've got a little story from that from the start. Yeah. Um, when we got there, a um, bit of a struggle to get in. It's like you know, quite a little bit of a queue. Yeah. And we got there quite early, and uh, the longer it went on, the bigger, bigger. Um, Anyway, I'm going to end that story because the team are coming out. Yeah, we're <laughs> going to pass over to, to a quick advert and then to our match commentary team. The noble objectives of the FA, who after all are supposed to oversee the, 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 the whole game, not just the benefit of the top Premier League clubs, have just been completely hijacked by the top clubs, in all shamelessly hijacked, in order to fulfil their homegrown player requirements. Steve Parrish. Ben Shaper. Is that, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's, about, it's about Zaha and the, the contact. Right, yeah, go on. <laughs> Basically, uh, it has, he has signed it, yeah? Is that, I think so, Friday, yeah, yeah. I spoke to the agent today and he told me he signed it Friday, but I don't think we're going to announce it until um, Monday's game, which I just had. <laughs> An exclusive on Homestar Radio. Here's live this Sunday from 8 p.m. only on Homesdale Radio. Hello, welcome back to Hayes Lane with where Crystal Palace will be playing Cray Wanderers. Um, Joining me now is my co-commentator for the game, and that's Ross Phillips. Hi, Ross. G'day, how you going? Good day indeed. Um, I'm going well, yourself? Yeah, very good. Excited to be here for this mouth-watering fixture. Mouth-watering indeed. Um, you've had a good look at the two teams. Um, obviously, some Galaxy of Stars on the Cray side, um, which we'll cover in a bit. But I'm going to go through the, the Palace lineup once more, just before we get underway. Um, in goal, we've got Ross Fitzsimmons. Playing right back is Alex Winter. Left back is Cadell Daniel. Centre midfield partnership, oh, sorry, centre back partnership, Jack Holland and Craig Taylor. In centre midfield, we've got Andy Dorman, partnered by Gus So. Uh, out on the right wing is Bayon Fennick. Uh, on the left wing, Kieran Gaduggan. And up top, Ibris Akaja and Crazy Apaya. Uh, Ross, do you want to take us through the Cray Wanderers side? Yep. Uh, in goals, we have Andy Walker, um, Billy Burgess, Dan Parkinson, Danny Young, and Tyrone Sterling uh, make up the back four. Midfield, we have Aaron Day, Alex Starino, Chris Saunders, and Danny Phillips. And up front, we have uh, French player Laurent Amici <laughs> and uh, Lee Bremner. Well done, mate. Good work. Well, uh, we won't worry too much about the subs. Um, we'll talk about the Palace subs. Uh, Chambers, Akaruka, and Carney. Three defenders. Um, 
and not chili con carne it's newman carne <laughs> and we have uh, tom king as, as goalkeeper sub as well yeah. uh, we're just about to get underway here balls just coming into the center circle um same same sort of well sort of reserve lineup let's face it but um some interesting palace faces in the crowd we just caught sight of uh, the wonderful paul hart hopefully grab a word with him later on if we're very very lucky uh, Matt to Parsons is over there. Sitting, Matt Parsons sitting just over to our four, side. Four We're getting a little bit starstruck um, and just waiting for the game to kick off. Um, Brian, well, well, as we look at it, Crystal Palace in that lovely red and blue kit, the new kit, Ross. Definitely 4-4-2. Uh, beautiful kit. They look good. And uh, it does beautiful, beautiful kit now. Uh, really getting used to it. Really looking nice. Yeah, and we're off. Great kick off. Uh, are you gonna are you gonna commentate? <laughs> You're my co-commentator. Quite have kicked off and they're and they're going very very direct. A long ball down into that bottom right corner there. Um, shepherded out by Quay Taylor for a goal kick. Uh, very very direct straight away, Ross, weren't they? Yeah, went straight up for it, straight from the kickoff. Um, Palace seemingly trying to knock it around. It's currently in the centre back position. Gussell drops deep to pick it up. It goes wide to Quay Taylor who pushes it out on the left flank to Cadell Daniel. Daniel plays a long ball over the top and the pie is on. He's through. Oh, great tackle by the uh, the, the number five there. Tyrone Sterling, apparently. Um, he wasn't, though. He's wrongly named. Tyrone's a left back. This could be one of those, isn't it? Uh, back on the attack with, with Cray Wanderers. Uh, they're out on their right wing now. Playing it into the uh, the striker. Danny Young, all right. <laughs> See, there's some experts here. I say some experts. There's Joe Hollyoak here shouting at me and putting me off. Uh, anyway, so throw in for, for Cray Wanderers down there by the corner flag by the looks of things. Uh, Palace looking nice and organised. Uh, still leaving leaving two up front. I'm, right, I'm being informed that all the Cray numbers are wrong, so there's no point in me looking at the team sheet. So I'm just going to be referring to the Cray players by the numbers right so uh, and I can't always see the numbers I've been so practicing the, those names and numbers the last hour that's it you were saying wrong Hamishi over and over again weren't you uh, there's a free kick for Quay just over by the uh, corner flag on their right flank uh, Palace organising defence uh, Jack Holland very vocal pointing and organising uh, looking a little bit overwhelmed on the back post there Ross don't yeah, you think there's a few big boys have come up for Quay at the back post one player not in particular number three isn't being picked up yeah now I tell you, we were very weak from these sort of positions against Margate and his punch by Fitzsimmons. Just a little bit clear there and the clearance is, well, it's, I say the clearance is complete. It's just hooped up in the air by Kieran Cadogan. Back out, headed by Jack Holland. Headed back in by number three for Cray. And they're back out there, about 30 yards out now in the midfield. With yet another small number 11. We had one of those against Dulwich. Um, but there we go. Coming back in, Cray got the ball in the box offside. Been given offside. So very, very... Uh, direct start from uh, from Cray there just looking at the Cray team looks like number 11 if the numbers are right could be wrong but that looks like Danny Phillips and he looks like uh, the man to watch maybe the playmaker apparently number 9 is in fact Lee Bremner <laughs> instead of number 10 so um, but he, yeah, he's there he's their main forward I'm told so keep an eye on him that's Lee Bremner who's number 9 not number 10 uh, but yeah I'm very I'm impressed with how Cray have started they've been very very quick uh, not allowing Palace to settle at all and uh, Fitzsimmons just hit a long goal kick over to our right hand side. It was a Kaja winning the header, I believe, there. Uh, Kadugan flicks it back on, and it's with Apaya on the left hand flank. Apaya driving, 
driving at the defender crosses it to Cadogan who chests it down back to the edge of the area to Andrew Dorman who slows the play down and plays a great ball in to Cadell Daniel Cadell Daniel's cross doesn't beat the first man and cleared comes to Gus Sell who heads back to Dorman Dorman looks back to the wide, wide right here to Winter who's sold a little bit short but the ball is broken to Kieran Cadogan oh wide shot just left of the goal an interesting bit of play there Ross yeah good good attacking possession by Palace seems like Dorman's sitting in the middle there and uh, wants, wants to control things really so we'll have to keep an eye out on him do you mean obviously you know you're not seeing a great deal of Dorman but sort of player who should in this situation be be stepping up shouldn't he definitely he's the most one of the most well pretty much he's the most experienced player out there so I think a lot of the youngsters will be looking towards Dorman and hopefully he can uh, lift his pass I see the captain armband around him as well so yeah absolutely so obviously Marrow's the one who's sort of been captaining these young lads but, but nowhere to be seen today so Dorman's gonna, gonna have to step up um Certainly looks a little bit more lively than he did against Margate, which is promising. Anyway, the ball has been played over from our right-hand side to Quade Taylor in almost the left-back position now because Cadell Daniels pushed right on. Uh, Cadogan tackles back and the ball ricochets to Ibris Akaja. Cadogan to Dorman in the centre midfield. Little trip on Dorman. Free kick to Palace in our own half. Quickly taken by Cadell Daniel back to Quade Taylor. Over to Jack Holland and coming over to Alex Winter here on the right-hand side. Winter back to Holland. Knocking it around nicely now, Palace. Into Dorman. Out to Bayern Fennec. Little flick from Fennec finds Sakaja. He's broken clear of his man. Oh, it's just in behind the pyre, but the pyre knocks it back to Dorman. Great ball over to Cadogan, whose control just takes him a little wide. Here he is, Cadogan, on the edge of the penalty area. Crosses in. Back post. Fennec volley. Oh, great volley, but it's actually gone out of the ground. Another nice little bit of play there, Ross. Beautiful work. Cadogan did well to get into space. His first touch did let him down, but Fenwick made some uh, some room at the back post for the shot there, and unfortunately the volley was uh, just over the bar. Well, not just over. It's, a fair, oh, fair it's got out of the ballpark, but uh, <laughs> oh, I'd get the Palace fans excited. He is Australian, even. <laughs> um, okay, just waiting for the goal kick to be taken after they've had to rescue a ball from somewhere. Uh, your first little glimpse of Fenwick, um, you know. That's just a little bit of promise there. We'll, uh, we'll keep an eye on him for the rest of the game. He's definitely got a spring to his step. Go on, Brent. Yes, indeed. Referee! The loudest voice you can hear there is supposed Crystal Palace fan, Joe Hollyoke, <laughs> shouting for a decision for Cray, and they get it. I think he's bullied the ref into that one. And it's a free kick to Cray Wanderers on the uh, left hand, just, just on the left-hand edge of our penalty area. Um, hmm, I definitely gosh. think that was a push from uh, Jack Collins in the back there as he was coming across to... Um, <laughs> Sweep up Cadell Daniels work Yeah You're looking at the wrong side You mean Alex Winter <laughs> Yeah Le- Left and left lights there They're different in Australia It's, it's the other way around Isn't it <laughs> um, We're just waiting for this free kick to be taken uh, Ball swung in That's nice But it should be the keeper's eye He's had to tip it away for a corner there uh, But surprised he didn't catch that He wasn't really under any major pressure Would you say Ross? Definitely Fitzsimmons should have caught that but we'll see another test from a from a set piece there. All the big lads up. I say that actually. We've we've got no one left up top. Um, so really, they could they could probably stick the rest of their team up there. Yeah, everyone's dropped back, as we saw a lot last season with the first team. Corey comes in back post. He's got a header. Oh, that's just dropped wide. Yeah, it's uh, similar similar issues to we had against Margate. The the ball in the air not being won by the 
I mean, it's a, you know, they're not quite as physically opposing Cray as, as Margate were, but certainly uh, it's a weakness of this sort of the, the development squad. Dorman's drop back and rush into a centre-back position, playing a little bit of a dangerous game there with Simmons. There's a handball there by Jacqueline on the edge of the area that's got missed. Uh, Gusso comes back with a brilliant tackle to, uh, to see the danger clear, and it's a throw-in on this left-hand side. Yeah, I don't think that goal kick... Uh a goal kick from uh, Fitzsimmons really worked there, put the defence under a lot of pressure. Yeah, and obviously we, see, we saw Dorman dropping back beyond the centre-back, so he's the furthest back. And I tell you, he sold Daniel Shaw again there, and Daniel's got a foul, but we're very, very lucky, I think. It's very sloppy from Dorman. Just wait for the play to restart there. Taylor knocks it short to Dorman again, who plays a left-footed pass back to Taylor. Taylor back to Dorman. Dorman turns and now hits a long, raking pass over the top for a player. Oh, I tell you, it, it did slow up on the surface here, which seems a bit, little bit boggy. I guess they must have had a bit of rain, but uh, but it's now there in the midfield. Sakaja dropping back, playing in Alex Winner, who's pulled back to Sakaja. a good one, but very well won by the Cray defender number two. Which says Billy Burgess, but it literally could be anyone. Could <laughs> Definitely. I don't trust <laughs> these team chiefs one bit. Cray defender. Cray number two I went for. And Bremner up front. Yeah, that's right, yeah. We've got we've got one of their players sorted. Um, throw on to Cray here on uh, the right-hand touchline, uh, if you're a palace. Uh, just knocking it around a little bit themselves. A little ball over the top. Holland, let, Holland sees it out. Very, very... Uh, yeah, not, not a particularly good direct pass there, Russell Dorman, was it? No, not at all. It's interesting to see Andy Dorman drop quite deep to get the ball. Yeah, I mean, that but seems to be his remit, doesn't it? We know he's attacking midfielder, yet he's, he's dropping quite deep to get that ball and kind of control the midfield as much as he can. Yeah, um, yeah. Again, not not really getting um, getting a lot of time on the ball here, but we're we're knocking it about nice and quickly. Sometimes I'd I'd like to see us put our foot on it a bit more, but um, certainly with this goal kick from Rick Ross Fitzsimmons is going long. Um, again, a Pires challenging there, much bigger uh, Cray defender, but we've ended up with the ball. Another more great work from Sakaja. He's tackling back really well today. Uh, Alex Winter here on the right back position now to Fennick. Fennick with a clever first time pass, but Sakaja doesn't read it. And it's gone back for the keeper to kick it up the field. Well, he dwells a little bit and Sakasha chases him down. Great bit of control left can Cadell Daniel who tries to feed uh, Sakasha once more. Cray win it back and a very, very quick pass over the tops. The defence. Uh, Cray win it in the bottom corner over there. Thought that was a foul yeah. there. Did look a foul. Bremner's not got the decision there, but um, I'm more than happy about that. And Cray win it back once more as we tried to break. <laughs> Um, more heckling from Joe Alioke. Um <laughs> I'm just trying to ignore it. Uh, ball comes to the left hand position for Cray there. Who's Cray's left back, Joe? Oh, thanks for your help. Tyrone. Tyrone, there you Sorry, go. Tyrone Sterling. <laughs> <laughs> Bremner plays it out to the French lad who's on. on <laughs> and uh, it's Cray, Cray really with a little bit of possession here. Overlapping run from Tyrone Sterling. There he is. Who's, oh, he's, he's got a corner there, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, dumped Fedek on his on his, his ass there. So and corner uh, for Cray Wanderers already. Yeah, yeah. Again, they look dangerous in these set pieces, Ross, don't they? Thanks for your comment, Ross. <laughs> Watch the 11 on the edge for the, for the, for the knockdown and the shot from outside the area. And uh, everyone's lining up and we're told to watch number 11 by Joe Hollyoke and uh, the number 11 we're watching. Uh, but it doesn't go, it doesn't go to him at all. Oh, here he goes. He's going to pick it up now. Turns and he's going to hit this. Oh, no. Yeah, he should have done. Uh, ball out wide on the right-hand right side of the penalty area. A pie attack was back well. 
Uh, goes out for a throw, not too far from the corner flag on that far side. Um, quick throw taken, Palace trying to crowd them out on that flank. But the ball drops back, the left back Tyrone, <laughs> Tyrone Sterling seeing a lot of the ball. He's uh, knocking, knocking it back to the centre back. Um, again, Palace struggling to get hold of the ball here, and they're, they're over, there's an overlap here on the left hand side. Remner's got the ball there, but well defended back by Alex Winter. A throw in down by the corner flag. Back here to Tyrone Sterling once more. He's jing in through. Sal close in monitoring. Fennick gets a challenge in. Um, but again, we can't can't keep possession. Goes back out to that left-hand flank. So it's a lot of possession for Cray Wanderers at the moment. It's going to be a good test for the Palace youngsters. Well, early on, we had, we had a bit, quite a bit going on, but Cray, Cray really coming back into it now. Already they seem to be playing a little bit like the first team, whereas they drop deep, they defend, and they're looking for that, that counter-attack. Yeah, it's an interesting point. I mean, you can't be certain that they've got any directive to do that. But if you look now, Dorman was dropping deep before, but we're now seeing Gus Sal monitoring that position. He's just in front of where the centre-back should be, but they aren't there. Where are the centre-backs? <laughs> well, we're actually, as you can see, we're actually trying to put, push the full-backs on, it seems. The full-backs are, are sort of near pushing on nearer the halfway line and one of the centre midfielders drops back in to form like almost a back three at times so it's an interesting little tactic but it's not really getting us the possession we were after quick throw in by Palace go on Rush you carry on <laughs> okay ball's, uh, ball, ball's on the edge of the area just cleared right up to the, to the midfield to basically on the centre circle right now and uh and we're just seeing it's just not it's just a little bit scrappy to be honest with you uh center backs with it now we've got jack holland looking to pass it to winter cuts back plays it back into quay taylor instead quay taylor now with his head up uh looks out looks finds dorman dorman finds holland just playing it around the back now getting that little bit of possession trying to calm down don't you think russ yeah palace is trying to put a foot on the ball they haven't had possession for a little while a long ball from holland looking for kadogan he loses out to number loses two out again they're defending pretty well cray aren't they um, interesting clearance there from Quaid Taylor who manages to back heel and actually finds Daniel there's an overlap here on the left hand side and they're going to take advantage of it tries to slide in Cadogan but Cadogan had sort of turned around somehow <laughs> not quite sure what happened there but a chance sort of goes big in really Quaid looks uh, comfortable at the back to the Palace uh, counter-attacks and long balls they do we're going to have to find something a little bit better and uh, maybe take a bit more of a gamble to get something definitely in terms of a chance creation we've really only had uh, Phoenix shot that, that went over yep. uh, that we've created which is a shame uh, Taylor just seeing the ball out there another throw on the far hat, far side to Cray uh, about halfway into the Palace half um, it's not been too bad so far I mean you know just a lot just your standard kind of pre-season reserve game in, the, in that there's a lot of uh, a lot of endeavour and not a great deal of um, good, tack good tackle there oh, that, is, so. that is so oh, it's a bit of class there but not really supported by a pyre who's who sort of just strolled around he'd been a bit sharper there would have helped Cray forward in the, just on the edge of the penalty area here on the right hand side with Bremner oh. who goes down like a sack of something rubbish decision and wins a uh, <laughs> winter free kick Looked there like a great tackle from here Joe looking apoplectic at my description there can see it from here mate I could see it from here on the ball fair and but, uh, another set piece there in the, in the, almost by the corner flag um, no Palace have got to stay strong in these because this is this is where Cray have looked dangerous another uh, set piece just outside the box come in well cleared there by Jack well, that's actually Bain Fennick who cleared that 
Uh, coming out here, Winter, brilliant tackle by Winter. He's got a bit of space in front of him and he plays Oh, the lineman's given a pyre offside there. If he was, he shouldn't have been. Definitely wasn't offside. I could yeah. see it was right in line with the commentators. And I reckon he was onside. Yeah. Well, I think we've got the best view on the ground here. I'm not biased at all. No, no. You. Why would you be? Uh, bit of possession from Cray from the free kick. Some more tutting over there from Gel, but uh, they're knocking it around nicely themselves now. <laughs> trying to build up a bit of play. Uh, it's over on this right-hand flank now. Coming back into the centre of midfield. A little bit of a dummy sold to no one there. <laughs> by the Cray player. That's that Danny Phillips. He's going forwards. Cray still with it. Great shot from the outside and comfortable for Ross Fitzsimmons. But I'd say first shot on target there, Ross. Yeah, Fitzsimmons still with it. Or okay, it was a low shot across the ground. Keep a dive down to his right. Comfortable save. Mm. I mean, we're 15 minutes into the game. Anyone on the Palace side sort of strike you as uh, standing out yet? Oh, not in particular. I'll be clutching at straws if I had to mm. select one individual that's done more than one thing good. Yeah, it's... Um, Give it a bit longer, see how yeah, we go. Yeah, very, very scrappy at the moment. Um, and to illustrate that, uh, the Cray keeper just hoofing the ball straight out of touch <laughs> under no pressure whatsoever. Uh, Cadell Daniel with the ball on that left-hand side. Being well, he's being tugged back there. I think that'll end in a free kick if he doesn't pass. He has passed. Craig Taylor, back to Ross Fitzsimmons. I must say the pressure from Cray Wanderers has been quite impressive. They're pressing all the way back to almost just outside of our, mm. our, um, our box. Do you think that's got anything to do with the fact that, you know, they're playing Palace and they're a bit more up for it than we are? Possibly, yeah. I think we, it's, a, it's a bigger match for them. Yeah, we certainly saw that saw that against Margate. Uh, over here on this right-hand side, but again, sloppy passing. Jack Holland giving it away there, selling Alex Winter way short. He had no chance to even get a touch on it. And it's back with uh, Tyrone Sterling, oh, who plays, right. swats the ball right to that right-hand side. I've been trying to get the word scampering, and I haven't been able to say the word scamper. No one's been scampering. Oh, there you go. Cray Taylor scampers over to the left-hand side and left-back area, and brilliantly wins a goal kick off the attacking Cray player. Yeah, Taylor did well there. He covered. He came across and um, and covered Daniel. And the centre backs have uh, been doing a lot of covering really with the full backs. Yeah, I mean you know, that's that's been a been coming across. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That, absolutely across. right. That's that's been one of the features of this game, definitely, with the, the fullbacks looking to go on. Um, I don't know if they've been asked to push forward further, or they're just not doing their defensive yeah. job. Starting, I'm right. starting to think so, but we'll see. Again, yeah, there is a there is a bit of that, and again, even if you know when you do push forward as a fullback, you you, you know you risk leaving your the rest of the defence exposed, and that, I mean you know that involves the rest of the team being switched on and. Um, I think they're, they're looking good. They're certainly looking looking better. better. This team lineup certainly looks better than they did against Margate. You know, they look very mu very much more uh, with it, a lot calmer, not being bullied so much. And, and uh, you know, Gus Sal getting he's getting a little bit of time on the ball now. You can see a little bit of class there. Great ball. Oh, so unlucky to not put Winter in there. Strong in the tackle from So again. Plays Fenix, but Fenix's ball is short. One back by Dorman uh, into a pyre. Back to Dorman again. Dorman looks to send Cadogan. Cadogan trying to use his strength to push the defender out of the way, but well marshaled back. Keeper comes out, claims the ball, throws it out to the right back position with Cray with possession now. Tackled back by Dorman and Cray hoof long and straight out. out. Almost over to Whole Radio's Mark Ross over the other side of the pitch, who I, you know, he's probably boring someone to death over there, don't you think? Yeah, he's probably chewing someone's ear off, to be honest. Yep, yeah, yeah. He's probably on around his sixth pint. We're here. 
with uh, on the right hand side Bay and Fennec just passed to by Alex Winter Fennec looks inside to find Apaya Apaya quickly finds Fennec again Fennec now driving on the centre of the pitch tries to pin Kadugan he looks off it wasn't given and the keeper comes out and claims it uh, Palace starting to threaten a little bit more now and it's good to see when Fennec drifted inside there, uh, yeah. Shikaj has come across to cover definitely, his position. Definitely, Bayern Fennec did very well there. He came, came inside from the right and played through a three ball. Looking very good. Mm. Taylor one ahead of there. It's very, very pleasing to see that he's starting to, to get a, a handle on that aerial battle there. Um, it's been a very, very important one to win. But possession is still with Cray over on the right-hand side. He's um, coming here now back inside to the edge of the area. Back out. Right on the edge of the area, oh, they cut it back, but well intercepted by Andy Dorman. And Dorman driving forward now. Not particularly quickly, but a nice pass out to Fennec here. Fennec waiting for the, the run of Apaya. Oh. oh, he should have gone there. Sort of passable in between Apaya and Sakaja. Sakaja looked like the one he was going to yeah, run on. just couldn't collect it in his, in his run through, but it was a great ball. Absolutely. Uh, looking a bit more dangerous now, Palace, certainly. Great chat challenge in there by Winter. Winner looks for a pile. Pile is free. Back here to Sakaja, completely free, but it's unfortunately just behind him. Come back now to Alex Winner. Winner's come across, find the ball across to Andy Dorman. Dorman hits it from long range to the left foot, and it goes wide, right, low, down. Nearly a, well, I say a scream, a nearly a long range goal for Andy Dorman there. Yeah, he, he put it onto his left foot, he scuffed it a little bit, went wide of the goal, but um, he got in a good position, and I think when Palace kind of get forward, they look. I have a touch more class when they're in and around the box. It's just that we're hardly ever there. So That's it, yeah. I want to see more attacking play and see how see how good we really are up front. Absolutely. It's been, yeah, it's been it's been hard to judge so far. Um, what? What? Well, Fenwick does look good at the moment. Um, he's starting to come into the game a little bit more. Oh dear. Sorry, the uh, the professionalism here from my whole radio colleagues is just magnificent. It's got absolutely. Uh, I don't want to go into it. I want to calm down now. Uh, while we're waiting for a, there's a little bit of a break in the action, uh, Cray take a free kick, short free kick. Uh, the Cray number 11 now driving at the box. Phillips. Uh, come back out though to Bayern Fennec after a good ch challenge by Sal, who's then found Andy Dorman who's running now. He's got a bit of a, bit of a spin on there. Oh, he's been clipped. That's a poor foul, Joel. Can you say? Can you say, Joel? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh dear, it's a horrific bias going on here, I have to say. A uh, little bit of a free kick there. Um, just a quick point, uh, while we wait, it's free kick. Take quick to catch me out, so I'm just going to get on with this now. Uh, we've got Steve Parrish on the show live on Sunday. If you want to ask a question, you can leave us a voicemail. Ring 0203 4755 Press option 2, and you can leave your voicemail question for Steve Parrish. So that'd be good to do that. And uh, still waiting for this free kick to be taken. The uh, the ref is uh, having a bit of a word with one of the Cray forwards here. I think that's uh, Lee Bremner he's talking to. No, he isn't. Uh, Samachi, the French. It's Samachi. Typ typ typical French player out there. Oh, let's not have any, let's not have any racism. <laughs> Come on. Uh, just wait. Still waiting for this free kick to be taken. Um, not sure really what we're going to do to it. Uh, Storm over the ball. Yeah, Storm over the ball. And he looks like he's just going to play it short to Sal. Has done. Back into Dorman. Flicks it to Fennec. Who first time pass back to Sal. Who's uh, it's gone behind him and he's had to go back to his centre-backs. Uh, first Holland. Now Taylor. Uh, Taylor tries to play the ball out wide left. And it looks like a handball. But ball falls to Dorman. Dorman passes out wide left. Cadell Daniel will it right-footed into Kwesi Apaya. 
Apaya now, he's gone over, but the referee tells him to get up and Cray have possession. Long ball from Cray into that right-hand channel. Looks like Taylor's going to see it out. I spat at you there, Ross, as I said. Taylor, I don't know if you noticed. Um, it's gone out for a throw in now. Cadell Daniel with it. Back to Taylor. Taylor, Taylor. covering again from centre-back. He is going very quick Daniel to get out on that left-hand side. And if you look right now, Holland's right there in the right-back position. They really are covering well. As soon as they do that, the centre midfielder drops back in this case. So I think we've got this system nailed, Ross. We should be scouts or something. <coughs> my uh, my voice is failing quite considerably, but um, hopefully we'll get to half-time. Uh, Andy Dorman now plays the ball. Great ball through to Sakaja. Completely through here. One on one, the kick. Oh, it's a foul. It's a penalty. Penalty. And if this was a competitive game, that would have been a red card. Red card, Joe. Referee. Send them off. More esque. More It's a penalty. For I didn't think it was a foul, but mm. you know, being pals getting the penalty, I always want yeah. to be on our side. Oh, absolutely. The ref called Starstruck. Didn't. didn't <laughs> Didn't think well, it was too much of a foul. He was tackled from behind, but it looked like he did get the ball, part of the ball. You, you, you think you're part of the ball? I, I, to be honest, I think I think what happened is he touched his back leg with his leg first, and it just it just, it just took his legs away before he made the tackle. If you know what I mean, I think he actually connected just before he made the challenge. But here we go. Apaya's going to take the penalty. Oh, it's saved! Saved by Apaya. Follow up goal. Crazy Apaya follows up his missed penalty. Congratulated by Kieran Cadogan. Well, that's, uh, that, that's the first goal. And, and what, what, do you, what do you think, Ross? One nil, 1 0 to Crystal Palace. And uh, Penny wasn't the uh, textbook, wasn't the best, but uh, it was a good save by the keeper, Andy Walker. But the follow up, of course, um, Apaya was there to get the ball and follow it up first, and he, uh, he did so very well. Let's um, wait for the announcement to finish there as the teams look to kick off again. but. I wouldn't say it was necessarily deserved, but um, but it was good to see uh, Palace going one up and hopefully give them a bit of confidence to, to play some nice some nice stuff and knock it around. Um, yeah, I'd say I'd say Craywood has has had most of the possession of this game yeah. and slightly undeserved, but uh, hopefully this lifts the uh, the confidence and spirit of the Palace team and hopefully we we I mean, get back I, into this I, game I and control it a little bit a bit more and deserve our one 0 lead. Absolutely, Ross. But I think I think what to, what we should take from that penalty was the ball to put a. Um, Sakaja through was was a cracking pass. Um, was, it, was it actually Dorman who played it? I've forgotten. I, I think I have it was listen back, Dorman, yeah. listen back to my commentary, but I, yeah, I think so. Uh, but it was a great pass, and uh, and Sakaja did very very well to, to get his back body across the defender yep. and to force the ref to make a decision there. Whether it's the correct one or not, I don't know. We don't have the luxury replays. Anyway, free kick for Cray in a slightly dangerous area, whipped in, um, well claimed by Fitzsimmons. But he's caught that pretty low, so. You, See if anyone gets across the keeper at the near post there, they had a chance, but but it's pretty safe. And the ball's hit long to Apaya, who uh, manages to sort of bicycle kick the uh, Cray defender in the face. Uh, I think quite a well-deserved free kick there, and he, he's, he's got up pretty quickly. It's a painful one, Russ. Yeah, Billy Burgess taking one in the face there. Yeah, absolutely. Don't think he was too pleased with that one. Oh. <laughs> Okay, the ball's with the uh, Cray keeper. Oh, we know him, Andy Walker. <laughs> Can't go wrong uh, there. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I could. And uh, he's just he's just having a little think about who to play it to at the moment, Ross. He's, um, you know, just walking around, look, looking long. One of the esteemed guests here did agree with me that that tackle was legal and not a penalty. <laughs> I'm just saying. He's a former <laughs> Crystal Palace manager. I'm just saying. Okay. Um, I, okay. Okay. <laughs> 
I, I'm, yeah, yeah. Anyway, ball with Cray on the right hand side, <laughs> looking to uh, attack on the penalty area. But they've got a player down in the in the area. It's, uh, it's Frenchman, Amachi. Mm. And uh, referee, stop play Warren now. Amachi down in the box. I mean, I didn't he, see that. It was no, no. It was it, I don't know if there's anything off the ball. He's having a word with Quade Taylor now. It's definitely on the but ball. But it doesn't look like it's anything untoward. He just, yeah, seemingly he's, he's fallen over. Doesn't, you know. Went down no, like a stack of onions, you yeah, could say. Yeah, a stack of onions. <laughs> oh, my God. I just, I, I, I don't know if I can continue to let you speak. Um, <clears throat> so we have a pause yeah, in big, the game at big, the moment. Pause in the game. Pause um, in the game. Yeah, um. I'm going to see if I can see if I can grab a quick word with Paul Hart. Hello, Paul. Um, sitting behind us is former Crystal Palace manager Paul Hart. Firstly, hi, Paul. How are you? Very well, thank you. Um, what do you think of the game so far? Good game. Uh, I think Cray doing really well, and uh, uh, I think Palace maybe just slightly fortunate to get a penalty. Yeah, I was going to say you, you agree <laughs> with uh, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Joe Hollyoak on that one. He, he thought it was a good tackle as well. I thought it was a good tackle, but uh, no, it's a good game, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, it's fantastic, and uh, well, obviously um, you had a wonderful spell in charge of Palace, where you were a considerable part of saving this, this football club, so obviously thank you very much for that. Uh, what are you up to these days? Well, I work at Charlton Athletic now. Mm. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure, I mean, you know, you've got to have a job, I suppose. Well, <laughs> no, I'm sure, is it good down there, got some good yeah. kids coming through? Yeah, we've got some great kids, and uh, it's a very good club, you know, so uh, they're really enjoying it. Fantastic, and uh, well, who will you be rooting for when we uh, when we play Charlton <laughs> this season? That's for me to know. Thought <laughs> <laughs> I'd try that one. Thanks a lot, Paul. Who do you think? Yeah, brilliant stuff. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Cheers. Thanks, Paul. Thank you. A nice little uh, moment there. And um, <laughs> yeah, just while we were still waiting, still still a slow play, he's, he's been down a while. And it's been, looks like a bit of concern for him, unfortunately. Yep. He hasn't really moved, Laurent Mucci. He's yeah. still wondering what really happened. Did anyone see? I think so. No, they seems to have seem to have caught an arm or something in the face. Nothing deliberate, seemingly. There's no big protestations by anyone. Uh, Palace players are sort of huddled in two separate huddles, um, sort of talking about what to do next. But yeah, nothing really happening. Um, okay, I'll just hand you over to Ben Nagel. Just while we're in this little interval, I'll speak to you really quickly about a deal that Palace have got going on for the first game of the season, which I've personally thought was really good. That they're sending out uh, leaflets into the community around around Palace, where they're doing a buy one get two free. Um, for the first game of the season against Watford so if you do live in the area and you've got one through the door make sure you, you take advantage of that offer the buy one get two free against Watford because it would be fantastic first game of the season to get a massive crowd down at, at Sellers Park and cheer on the boys see Watford as well signing some, some big players in pre-season so should be a tough game Yeah absolutely well it's community day for Palace as, as well so it's yeah it's going to well it's a should be a big first game of the season Ross you looking like you want to talk Yeah I'm expecting a half decent crowd for the first game of the season against Watford as I said, it's a community day, and I've read that Palace have given out a lot of tickets to, to schools, and uh, there should be a, a lot of kids there, so I'll be there, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it's your final Palace moment before you go back to us, mate. No, no, I'm not going back to Australia. Oh, you're not? Yeah, well, that's, no. That's but, probably for another time, but, isn't it? But, yeah. Mm. We're right, going to move to Wells Court. No, but I'm, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that first game of the season. I watched uh, Watford play Cork the other day, uh, pre-season friendly in Ireland, and uh, they, they look very, very average, to be honest, but I read the other day they signed, like, seven players in one day, or was they, that... They have, yeah. They were pretty I quite, read that on Homestow yeah. uh, message boards, so that might not be 100% true. <laughs> no, it is. <laughs> there was, um, they've got some link with uh, Udinese, the owners also own that. Yeah, yeah. They managed to bring some pretty... 
high quality players on loan. I think they've got a link with the Spanish club as well. I forget the name. Uh, yeah, they've brought some really impressive Was talent. Any names through. that you recognised? Uh, there were, but I couldn't recall what they are. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Well, but, at least um, it's good to see. That, oh, maybe not for us, but they definitely needed a lot of players. From what I saw. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark Yates was their best player in pre-season game against Cork City and I remember Palace were interested in him for a little while but he was he was dominating the game mm. and but they definitely needed a lot of new players and looks like Zola's yeah. gone and done that I mean I always fancy us to beat them whoever they've got in their team to be honest with you they just seem to be one of those teams got a good record yeah. against them haven't we we have indeed other than, other than that massive aberration in that playoffs semi-final where we were, we go there can, yeah yeah still hurts we didn't rock up um, well, we can have a little chat about some of the transfers. Is still the, the player's still down. You know, he's sitting up now, fortunately. So hopefully he's all right. But but you know, obviously it's, it's been a hell of a delay already. So it's obviously something relatively serious. Um, guys, seem, seemingly being clapped off, but he's still he's moving very very slowly indeed. Um, I want to pick out pick some of the outs that we've been uh, we, we, we've seen at the club. Obviously, that the full list being Gardner, Klein, Ambrose, Cannell, Pedroza, Caprice, Hills. Um, I want to talk quickly about Jake Caprice. Um, we we release him without playing a without playing a game. Lad ends up at Blackpool. What you make of that, Ross? Well, Blackpool. He's gone. He's he's, he's almost taking a step up, but yeah, he hasn't yeah, even exactly. done anything. Without, how, how did he work yeah. that? Yeah, I mean, we, we're guessing it is must must have been seen at a reserve game or something like that. But, but that, was, that was a bit of a surprise. Surely we saw him at plenty of reserve yeah, games yeah. and youth level games before yeah. Blackpool had a chance. So yeah, it's very interesting whether they've seen something in him that we haven't. Yeah, time will tell. Sometimes you don't know until. I do, I do wonder myself. He, we we had him as a right back for the last couple of years, but um, he was just playing as a winger for his entire youth career up until that point. I wonder if they're not sticking back as a winger because he obviously did very well. And we've had Klein in, at um, right back. Looking like many, many years. just to interrupt you. Looking like a broken arm here. He's walking off in front of us. Ambulance has, uh, has apparently pulled in, but but um, yeah, real shame. Uh, looks yeah, looks like a nasty broken arm. That looks very uncomfortable. Okay, um, well, there's a sub on Gelatum here. It is any second now, and um, and we're back underway finally. Uh, Sean Be- Sean Beveney. Sean Beveney. Fantastic. And he goes straight up top. Sean Beverney, I think they recently Sean signed. Sean I can tell you a little bit about Sean yeah, Beverney. Yeah. He scored two pre-season goals. And he's a security guard for Marks and Spencers. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> and you know that from when you were trying to get your lunch earlier on. Yeah. You, without <laughs> yeah. paying. he threw me out. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Long goal kick from Russ Fitzsimmons. Straight out of play. Fantastic. Um, aimed at Cadell Daniel, but missed considerably. Um, and now the throw in to... Cray over on that side of the pitch. Huge pace, by the way. Huge pace. Uh, ball comes into the centre midfield. Play back out wide right to the right back. Back out now, right winger. Back to the right back. It's easier to say right back, right winger. Billy Burgess. Billy Burgess. Uh, number 11, no, yes. Phillips. I keep forgetting him. He's actually been their best player, I have to say, Danny Phillips, in my opinion. He looks really, really busy. Busy little number 11. Tyrone Sterling on the ball. Just outside the box, runs it towards the corner. And it's Fenwick chasing him, but he trips over. He's fallen over. Sterling's boot crosses in. Back Not close. deep cross. He's going to be picked up by the back, well, by the corner flag, basically. There'll be a skill there. Cadell Daniel monitoring well and forced him back. The ball comes inside now. Cray still in possession, still on the attack. Dorman, Dorman holds him off. Callis holding strong in defence. Yeah, it's a, it's a foul there. <laughs> you're panicking you're looking for a player name 
Bevany. 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 That's his name. I was just, 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 <laughs> I was just talking about it. Yeah, sub comes on. Bevany makes the foul. <laughs> Uh, we, you know, we, in the box, so we need more kick. Palace possession. We know their names. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, but I mean that's been pretty much the story of the game. It's, it's been a lot more possession for Cray in there. Yet it's still Palace one, Cray Wanderers nil. Oh, well remembered. It's like it's like when you're watching it on telly. <laughs> anyway, um, <coughs> Paul's gone wide right. Cadell Daniel now putting a bit of pressure on here to the. Um, well, I don't, I don't know how to Stavrinu. Stavrinu? Yeah. Uh, he's playing number seven. He's playing on the right wing there for Cray. Uh, Cray looking now, spreading the play out here. Come out wide now. What is it? Oh, cheers. I'm told that the numbers we've got are wrong again. <laughs> Stephen who's playing at number six. <laughs> oh, dear. I'm going to ignore everything and just say numbers. That is Annie Phillips, number 11. So a bit of possession now for Cray still, but nothing threatening. Palace holding firm. Yeah. There's a cross in there there from Tyrone Sterling. I'll tell you that that any touch on that, that's that's that that's gone dangerous in. Dangerous, and the marking in the box was it's, it was somewhat shocking. It, it was, was uh, it was it wasn't existent. It was uh, Beverly with with no one on him at all in the box, and he just had to get a touch of that ball, and that was in the back of the net. Bang on, Ross, and then he went all the way to the back post where Cadell Daniel put it out for a, for a goal kick. More pressure from Cray, but the cross is way too long. Goes out play for a goal kick and a bit of chance for Palace to regroup a little bit because they're yeah. under some pressure here from a very, uh, very direct, very physical and very talented Cray side. Yeah, since the injury of Amachi, they've kind of been on the back foot a bit. Um, Danny Phillips, when he gets on the ball, he's jinky little runs. He's kind of uh, Zola-esque style. He's low to the ground, a, a, bit, a bit like Johnny Esther. Mm. Um, and he's uh, he's switching wings. He's, he's on the left, he's on the right, and he, he tries to get on the ball as much as possible. And he's causing Palace a, a, few, a few little problems. And that cross, unfortunately... Just really is. On finding a it really is. And, and I tell you, it's a cracking lesson for these young lads to get to get someone like that who's just giving them a real hard time, just moving around the pitch. Because you get it all the time. I'm being joined now by, well, Cray Wanderers chairman Gary Hillman, who's also an associate director of Palace. Hi, Gary. Uh, your lads are playing very well. Yeah, the boys aren't doing too bad. Shame about Lauren there. Looks like Mike just broke his arm. But yeah, they're doing not too, not too bad at the moment. Not, not a big contract, is he? <laughs> nah, no contract down here. <laughs> oh, Alright, good news. Will he be out to carry on with his day job? Yeah, yeah, he's um, a swimming pool attendant. Yeah, so <laughs> Fair days, he can stand there with his cast. Yeah. Um, uh, what, what did you make of the penalty decision? Did you see it? Yeah, I, I actually thought he was offside when he went through. I was sort of fairly in line with it, so I thought he was offside. Um, I, yeah, I thought it was a penalty, but I thought he, he was blatantly offside when he ran through. Exciting times down here at Cray. You're, you're looking to build yourself a new stadium. Yeah, we've got the uh, planning in at the moment, and uh, yeah, sort of spent three or four years before we put the plan application in, ticking all the boxes, doing all the qualifications and everything. So, fingers crossed. Yeah, hopefully, yeah, you know, building the building the grounds for football league standards. So, if anything goes, everything goes to plan. Yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah, giving yourself a little time limit for when you're a football league club. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah, well, it's a bit pie in the sky, but you know, you've got to have, have dreams and look at Crawley. You know, I know mm. you know, if you get the right infrastructure and where Cray, Cray is actually based, where we was sort of uh, in the sort of 50s and 60s, we used to get two, three, four thousand people watching mm. at home. So we've got that infrastructure, bigger working class football area. You know, good location where we are. So you know, just um, yeah, it's mostly, yeah. yeah and uh, how do you split your time between Cray and, and Palace? Yeah, well, it's good when um, 
like we've got Charlton on a Friday night, and you know, so yeah, I just just pick me games, but it's nice when we're playing on a Friday and Saturday or Saturday and Sunday, so go to as many games as possible. But yeah, so. you you at all torn when the two teams play each other? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sort of first time ever in my life that I wanted Paris to lose, which is unusual, <laughs> like, <you know>? yeah, yeah. <laughs> unusual experience. Okay. Fantastic. And do you think your lads can come back into this one finally? Yeah, we're playing well. We're playing, passing the ball around. Lauren, Lauren, we got our Guyanese international on there. Sean Beverly is playing in front of 110,000 people in Mexico about three months ago. So yeah, <laughs> wow, <laughs> it's, it's a bit different. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, he looks handy he's, uh, since he's come on, I have to say. Big physical presence. But, um, okay, brilliant. Thank you so much for talking to us, Gary. Take care. Cheers. Uh, okay, just um, yeah, a little break to talk to Gary there. But uh, obviously no, no major action while I was doing that, Ross, was there? No, not really. A couple, couple of uh, niggling tackles. Seems like the game's getting a little bit feisty, which is good. Hopefully it's starting to, starting to step up a little bit. I think I'll definitely cray our... Uh, uh, definitely after trying to get back in this game. Mm. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's a long ball in from Cray, well headed by Jack Holland. But Cray, oh, they're so unlucky there, number six, uh, Stavrino, it was. The, not number seven. The, uh, I, I, the, bell, not, the ball no, fell was, nice to Aaron no, Day no, for no, the volley. No, 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 it's Stavrino, I was corrected. Oh, okay. Um, I'll tell you, they're all wrong. They're okay. all wrong. Stavrino. This team sheet we got is useless. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> all the numbers are wrong. There we go. Um, uh, yeah, we tried to <laughs> Yeah, you've, you've succeeded. Um, anyway, but Craig were very unlucky not to not to win uh, to get to get an equaliser there because they drove on from midfield and uh, a big gap at the back there. But uh, the ball just ran through to the the Palace defence and they cleared. But but yeah, it just really is pressure-wise. It's all great at the moment. Um, Got the ball over there on the right-hand side. There's a lot of work gone down, gone on down that right-hand side. Playing a lot of ball into the channel. Just done it again. They hit it a little bit too long, and it's a, it's a goal kick to Palace. Yeah, I'd um, say most of their play comes down the right. So Cadigan's had a lot of work to do defensively. Yes, and he's done that well. I have to say, he didn't really impress against Margate. He was one of those who I who I'd label as someone who should perhaps have stepped sort of stepped up and helped the youngsters in a game that they were struggling but he certainly worked hard today how do you think Cadell Daniels playing Hambo I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of his um, he's played more in midfield for the youth of late than, than he has at left back but he sort of came through naturally in, in this left back position uh, and he's, he does he's very very good at overlapping and attacking but you've got to, you've got to give him the ball um, he's hugging that touchline and, and a lot of oh Fennec barged off the ball there but Referee likes that challenge and lets Tyrone Sterling, Sterling <laughs> drive on. Uh, oh, he's just ghosting past the defence. Great ball in. And from underneath the bar, Quade Taylor's headed it out for a yet another Cray corner. Yeah, good play by Cray Wanderers. Um, Bayern Fennett was bumped off the ball. It was 50-50 and he was looking at the referee for a decision. But uh, he needs to learn to play to the whistle. Well, absolutely. Yes, well, a cross has come in. Well claimed by Fitzsimmons. Sprints to the edge of the box, looking for an option. Doesn't have an option. And just sort of lets, lets people just slowly walk out. Uh, and as we were talking about Cadell Daniel, he's on the ball now. Uh, as I said, I've, I've, been, I've been impressed with him every time I've seen him play. He's got an absolute wand of a left foot. But Oh, ball's gone over the top for a pyre. A pyre through. Chips the keeper. Oh, just over. That would have been a magnificent finish. I don't know where that came from. 
Yeah, it was a great little, I'm not sure who, who, um, who provided that pass there, but it was a nice little ball and he found himself a few yards and the keeper was slightly off his line, went for the chip, mm, unfortunately just over. Nice yeah, play might, by I think it might, might have been Dorman again, the ball, the ball came in from Daniel into, into Dorman. It seems like most of the players coming through Dorman for pass. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but that's the kind of thing you'd expect from a player paid as much as him and with as much experience that he's got. Um, Definitely. Excuse me. Speaking of Cadell, mate, you were saying before making those overlapping <coughs> runs, he hasn't had a chance to make too many overlapping runs tonight, has he? Sorry, I'm just choking slightly to death, Ross. Just dying. Okay. I'll let you die. Oh dear. So, um, yeah, a little bit of a break in place. Palace have a free kick on the left-hand side here. Dorman with it. Uh, being told to bring it back nearer to the, uh, the centre line. Gus so just on the centre circle. Turns his man, plays a little short pass in that could have got cut out. So Kajan now dropping deep, tries to find a pyre. Dorman with the second ball. Ricochets back out to So, finds Cadell Daniel on the left-hand side. Daniel turns inside and plays a lovely long pass Great towards Pyre. Pyre head up, looking for Fennec. Back Fennec post, Fennec at the back post. A little bit long, a little bit long. He's on the back of the area. Tries to loft it in and he's sliced his... Cross yeah. out what out to Africa. Okay, disappointing poor, that. Poor ball by Fenwick. He had the space. Uh, maybe a little bit too much time. He didn't know what to do, but he's sending the looping cross that just went straight out. Basically, it was wasn't what, the best one of those where he had a little bit too much time to think about it, wasn't it? It was yeah. unchallenged on that back post, but it got a bit wide. Uh, obviously, was thinking about the shot as the ball came over and just couldn't couldn't do it. And suddenly, suddenly left with a decision to make. So uh, yeah, disappointing. A um, couple of quick moments from Palace to to show that they are capable of uh, creating an opportunity to score um, and, and make it 2-0, uh, which again would be incredibly unjust. But we're here now, Bowen Fennick, right-hand side, stands up. Oh, he's past, past two, not not quite past the third, a thundering tackle, uh, which he stood up too well. Quay went it back, but one straight back by the tenacious Gasso. He just delays his pass, brilliantly into Cadogan, but he's pushed him a little wide. Kedagan head up, chips it left footed. Oh, it's behind Sakaja. And Fenwick's down. No, he's back up. Fenwick back up. That was from that, that touch challenge earlier on, the, the sort of third player. He's hobbling a little bit here, Baden Fenwick. Um, hopefully he'll be able to run that off, but definitely feeling an injury there. Well spotted, Russ. Yeah, he, he, he got past a couple of players, but he, he took a few too many touches and ran to a brick wall. Another thunderous challenge over there on the left-hand side. This time Daniel uh, booting the ball directly against a challenging player um, both come out of it fine oh but that's a slip there from uh, Gus so he's given the ball away uh, right hand flank but well marshalled out for a corner by Quade Taylor yeah uh, Gus, just to see the Gus so caught in possession there and uh, the, the new sub Sean Bevney was uh, on top of him like a ton of bricks yeah he's, um, he's, he looks, looks keen certainly trying to impress, uh, impress some people here and uh, it's yet another corner um, as we've said they've been dangerous from these um, as we approach what must nearly be half time yeah not long to go now um, although we did have quite a delay didn't we um, all comes over yeah, it should be five minutes extra time oh it's it's a scrappy no one's really going oh. fantastic drive rising shot from the right hand side of the pitch um, I think that's going to be Aaron Day because I think seven and six has swapped over not sure crashing but, uh, crashing shot Fitzsimmons got a touch on it tipped over the bar in the end good yeah, save yeah, good no, save it was, was that's big it's go down as a good save I didn't, didn't see him get a touch, but clearly he has us. It's another corner here. And uh, a bit of pressure here as we come to the end of the half here. Just delays taking it a little bit. Just moves the ball around slightly, but has that little bit of doubt. Ball comes in swinging. Oh, 
well cleared, well cleared in the end. Dorman wins the header off the corner, but once again, Paz dropped everyone back for the defensive corner. See, I mean, what do you think of that tactic, Ross? I mean, we, we see the first team do it, and now we're seeing the young lads do it. Put themselves under pressure when they clear, don't they? Yeah, I've never been a fan, but I always think you should at least keep a couple on the halfway line, because obviously if you keep a couple on the halfway line, they have to keep the defenders back. Oh. It's a sort of um, yeah, it's sort of a strange situation. Oh, outside the ball, oh, through past Fennec, pass completely through, well saved by the keeper. Should have been in. Uh, Pye, you know, he's um, you know we've, we've signed him. He scored 35 goals from Margate last season. Really should be putting those away. Definitely yeah. three one on one. Well, pretty much a one on one situation for Pye. It was a bit of a mistake there by the defender. That seems like the the last bit of action. That's of the half time whistle. Palace going one nil up and. Uh, We'll be taking, I guess, a short break um, and then we'll be back with a little bit of discussion uh, followed by full coverage of the second half. The noble objectives of the FA, who after all are supposed to oversee the, 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 the whole game, not just the benefit of the top Premier League clubs, have just been completely hijacked by the top clubs, in all shamelessly hijacked, in order to fulfil their homegrown player requirements. Steve Parrish. Ben Shaper. Is that, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's, about, it's about Zaha and the, the contract. Right, yeah, go on. <laughs> Basically, uh, it has, he has signed it, yeah? Is that, I think so, Friday, yeah, yeah. I spoke to the agent today and he told me he signed it Friday, but I don't think we're going to announce it until um, Monday's game, so I just don't. <laughs> An exclusive on Homestar Radio. Here's live this Sunday from 8 p.m. only on Homestar Radio. Hello and welcome back to Homestar Radio. We're live back in the uh, the, the studio, the Alfresco studio at Hayes Lane. Just had first half commentary, live commentary from from Chris Hamblin and Ross Phillips. Now we're back in the studio. I thought with uh, with me Ben Eglin and Joe Hollyoak, but Joe's run off, and, and now we're back with Chris Hamblin. Oh. Um, uh, sorry, yeah, we're just going to do a, a quick interview. It's Paul, isn't it? Paul Blades. You were a former Palace youth player, I read earlier. Is that yeah. you? Yes, yeah, so I signed when I was uh, 18, so uh, 1984 oh, yeah. with uh, Stevie Cottle. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it was nice to play my old side again. Yeah. And uh, you still follow Palace's fortunes? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, you always do. I mean, I, I was there for about a year and a half. Um, enjoyed it really immensely. And, uh, yeah, so I always look for the results. And uh be nice, as I say, it's nice to play them um, in pre-season. Fantastic. And uh, what do you think of your lads' performance today so far? Yeah, good. Yeah, I think we've done really well. I think um, fitness-wise, we look good. Uh, try to play. And I think we've played in, in spells and caused them a few problems. And uh, apart from, say, the penalty, I think it's uh, on his even. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, we, we were saying during the commentary, we thought, thought your lads have been shading it, really. Obviously, you know, there's, there's some quality uh, that, that we do have on the ball. But in terms of endeavour, effort, and, and really pressure, certainly been, been great. And I'd say certainly an undeserved lead at the half time. What, what were your views on that penalty? So I want to tell when I mean, at the end of the day, you, sort of lost his marker anyway and thought he got back but it just says how the referee sees it he can look at it two ways he either took him down and, 
I've got the ball, I've got the ball and took him down. But obviously, yeah. uh, he's uh, decided on the first one. So, <laughs> And, uh, well, sort of finally, uh, what, what do you think for the second half? Are you going to change things up or sort of be more of the same? Yeah, I mean, if you feel the boys get a little bit tired, um, we will change it. But we'll, we'll keep our shape. I mean, uh, we won't change it left knee, be because obviously, this is a little test for us. And uh, I think we're doing all right. So, apart from injuries, tiredness will uh, leave as it is. And finally, uh, what are your hopes for your season ahead? Uh, well, it's not anything. We just want to get promotion. Hopefully, uh, if the new ground comes, uh, fingers crossed, we'll hopefully uh, sort of hopefully try and get into the blue square, which is our main goal. Uh, but so this season, playoffs minimum. Brilliant. Well, best of luck, and thanks so much for talking to us. Thank you very much. Cheers. Cheers. Good night, man. Okay, brilliant. That's Paul Braid there, the assistant manager of uh, of Grey Wanderers. Um, yeah, been very, very impressed with Cray. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, definitely. I think Cray have been I'm, I'm, just as in the matches. I'm not going to let you in now, Nigel. Well, I'm going to hand over to Mr. Jules. Oh, he's going to let me carry on. This, been, is, this is what been, happens with live radio. It's been a bit, bit all over the place. We're having interviews coming in from from all corners mm. during during the match and uh, and at half time. So you have to part with that and see who we can get in the second half. I think. <laughs> um, yeah, first half, Chris. I think in it as Palace where it wasn't a fantastic half from, from the Palace boys yeah I still feel um, as I just said to, to Paul there I still feel that, that we were we were, we were second best in Crate mm. um, and I think that's natural in a game uh, in a pre-season friendly against a, a, a sort of a, a non-league team that have some decent players and they do uh, I keep harping back to Margate but, but it's a similar situation um, Crate play more football they get the ball down um, and that's more complementary to our style, I think. I think that sort of does that does us a few favours, if I'm honest. I, I think we, you know, we've had the chance to get the ball down and play a bit of football. Which, to, 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 to Dougie's credit, and the and the the, full, the and the team at Palace, we've done that in every pre-season friendly that I've seen so far. We've got the ball down and we've played. No long ball. It's just all about movement and passing, and just doing the right things and keeping the you know keeping the shape. Yeah, but despite that, despite Craig's pressure, Palace obviously do come in at the break one 0 up. Um, because of a somewhat dodgy penalty decision, I think I think we're agreed. Um, yeah, seemingly I am the only one who thinks it was a penalty. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, no, the Craig Chairman thought it was a penalty. Oh, yeah, yeah, but the Craig Chairman also came in and said that he thought it might have been offside. So, so we don't know well, much that's what about he called, that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was um, poor penalty, but he was like he was more live than the Craig centre backs and tackling the replay yeah, yeah, in the rebounds. Yeah. So if we just talk a little bit now about yeah. about a few standout players or, or not so standout players, I was just speaking to Paul Hart during the game there and he was saying how when he had his time at Palace in, in the 2009-2010 season Gus so was one player that he picked out as one that would make it to the very top mm. and what do you think do you think he's, uh, he's showing that today? Um, he is he is in spells but it, it, I think um, I think he's one who, who he's trying to do a little bit too much at the moment yeah. so William from what from what people say and from what I've seen he's a midfielder who's got it all you know he, yeah. he can tackle he can run box to box got a good range of passing he's you know plays with his head up but at the moment he's he's not quite there yeah. when, when he's under pressure like he is in a competitive game like this and it's vital that he gets games like this because he wants to be pushing into that first team as soon as possible i've been impressed with his tackling back and you can see the lad loves he loves a tackle but but he's not had a chance to show really his skills on the ball mm, yeah i mean it's difficult for for youth players like us so when they've got so much to prove in such a short space of time i mean you're not going to get too many opportunities to, to play with 
with Dougie Freeman watching you and, and you know you've got to prove yourself if you want to be getting into that first team you'd be like a singer on a stage you get one chance if you yeah, fluff exactly. your lines you're gone yeah. that's the thing you get a chance you have to shine you get your head up you pick your passes you make your tackles if you don't do that if you let the game bypass you then, then you've missed your chance these are the games against you know like four, four or five divisions lower when you get a chance to have a go against players that a lot of these players that play for Cray, you know, they're, they're in a, they were in a position that these players are in now. You know, yeah. They had their chance. Unfortunately, they weren't good enough. So that's why they play four or five. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's lower, but you can see they're all capable. But, but actually, you need to come out here, you need to take the ball by the arms and, and show it. And if you start showing off and you start, and start and, you know, putting the passes and, and looking good, then you get the chance. Dougie will see that. That's why he's come straight from the airport, literally straight to here. Because he wants to see. If he wasn't yeah. interested, then he wouldn't be here, would he? And he's there, in the dugout. So. See, there's the wise words of Joe Hollyo there. Well, we've got Joe, uh, Ben doesn't mind. I just want to ask him mm. about a player who stood out for me for Cray Wonders, and that's Tyrone Sterling. Yeah, Tyrone, um, he's been with Cray uh, a few years now. Um, really loads and loads of pace. And if uh, he can be very erratic. I mean, he's, he's got bundles of pace, he's got loads of skills. Good, good, really good left foot. Um, but he just... Sometimes he just lacks that just that cutting edge, but he's definitely a major falling palace side down that right inside, without a doubt. Yeah, just been reading about him actually. He's been been with Cray for seven seasons now, and he was their player of the season last season. So definitely a big asset in that Cray side. Go back to Palace. Uh, another player that, that I think needs a few words is Ben Fennick because he's been people have been raving about him in the last few preseason games. But I think today he seemed a little bit out of sorts. Um, he's he's been starved of possession a little bit. Mm. Um, the, the sort of key thing that stood out I didn't see him at Lewis I've just, I've just heard what people say yeah. but I saw him at uh, Dulwich obviously saw him at, against Margate and his little cameo when he came on against Aldershot uh, in all of those he got the ball quickly and he got the chance to take on a fullback here he's um, he's come up against uh, he's got an attacking fullback in, in the lad we're talking about Tyrone Sterling so he's had to track back a lot so he's not, he's not had the chance to do what he's been doing and that's show himself in an attacking sense. Yeah. We've seen him get forward a couple of times. Obviously you can see the talent he's got. But I think what we've seen today is, is the other side of his game and, and where, you know, in, in a first team environment, it's not particularly forgiving. Yeah. You know, if you've got a tough ball back who's going to kick you and push you back and make you defend, uh, then you can look very, very ordinary. And I think he suffered a little bit today, you're right. Yeah, and one thing I've noticed as well, he goes down quite a bit and he, and he keeps appealing to the referee for decisions and he's just not well, getting Well, it's because he is, because he's up against a tough player. Yeah. Um, and he's, he's got to learn that side of his game. Like I said, though, I don't think we should, we should dwell too much 
on on that that negative. I think mm. Bayern has been the success story of the preseason so far, and and he has shown flashes today as to what to why that is. And it's up to the rest of the team to give him the chance to do that again, to give him mm. a bit of space, to give him a bit of protection, and to play the ball in the in the right areas. You know, he's not getting a lot of ball to feet. You know, he's he's having to to sort of run back, collect the ball, and, and just knock it first time yeah. to a sort of defensive position. So it's been a bit disappointing, really. Andy Dorman as well is another player that, that a lot of uh, Palace fans have quite a, <laughs> or a bad opinion of, if I'm honest. Yeah. I was speaking earlier about how I didn't know, really know why he was still at the club because he's not getting too many chances, but he's captain tonight and he seems to be thriving in that role of being the experienced player, of having a lot of younger players around him. And he being there. Yeah, look, he's, he's playing against, as Joe was pointing out earlier, he's playing against a team five divisions below him or, yeah. or whatever. Um, and Andy Dorman is a player that, that we signed because... Burley knew about him. Do you think he's got a Palace future? No, no chance. Why is he playing in pre-season he's, games? He's playing in pre-season games because no one else can take him because of his wages. Right. That's, that, well, that's my opinion anyway. Um, he, he's just... Is it not worth just releasing him then? Um, you have to pay out his contract. Right, okay. And, um, Do you know how, how long his contract is on it? It's not... Well, he's only got one more year. Okay. So we should It's not for me to talk about his, his wages, but... Right. Put it this way. If you can get... If you can if you hang on to him and find someone to even pay a percentage of those wages, it's better than trying to pay him off to go to go, even though that would probably be best for everyone. I know, obviously, Bristol Rovers wanted him. My belief is that, is, is that his, his wages are beyond the financial cap that Bristol Rovers have, so right. they can't take him. Um, but he has played well today, but you would expect that. Yeah, that's um, true. <laughs> yeah, so. Have you got any more players that, that you want to talk about? Uh, Sakaja. Yeah. Uh, been very, very happy with him. Um, right. Do you know what? He, he's. I, I, I haven't really rated him before, I'll be completely honest. Um, just seeing the tunnels coming out, they'll be out soon. Yeah. But I haven't really rated him before. I, I, I've seen that he's, he's obviously got something. Yeah. Uh, and he was called up to England U for 14 when, and in the 16s. So he's obviously got, got talent. But, but this pre-season, um, I've seen him, he's come steep to get the ball a lot more. I didn't realise he had that in his game. Yeah. He's always, to me, he's always been one playing on the shoulder and looking to get in behind. Yeah. But I think he had a spell last season where he was playing as a lone striker. And I think up alongside someone, it shows that he's had that experience. Yeah, well, and now he's been, he's been working quite well with a pyre. They're building say, a little partnership there. Yeah, tonight he's not a lone striker, he's got a pyre next to him, obviously. Margate last season he scored 35 goals so we know he can score I think one thing I've seen from him today is a lot of composure when he's got the ball he seems very calm and like he just wants to find a pass or have a shot but he had that chance right at the end of the half that he really should have buried and didn't yeah you've seen kind of the best and worst of a player yeah. you've seen an exquisite chip that was very unlucky not to go in yeah. and would have been would have been a sensational strike and then you've seen him miss a one-on-one where I mean the keeper's come way off his line very very early if he'd had his head up, he'd have seen it. But unfortunately, yeah. he was so focused on looking down at his feet and, hitting, you know, and trying to hit the shot that he's not seeing where the keeper is. Yeah. Um, but the, the lads are, appear to be coming out now. Uh, we'll give it a few more seconds. Um, yeah, I mean, overall, I don't think we'd, we deserve the position that we're in. Yeah. But there's no one who's had a particularly bad game, I'd say. What's your, like your second half prediction? Obviously, we've got still got 45 minutes to play here. Do you think we'll, we'll come out with a few more goals, or um, will Cray put the pressure on in the second half? Um, I think we'll see more of the same, yeah. in, in all honesty. Um, we don't appear to have too many on the bench, so uh, I don't think we'll make many changes. And I think, if anything, that will probably help us as the game goes on. Because yeah. usually, you this sort of game, a load of changes happen, and the game loses its flow, and the team loses their, you know, their sort of uh, composure. But I think keeping the same sort of team for as long as we can, 
Um, I think we may we may see uh, another one nil in this half. Perhaps a little bit more deserved no, with the game finishing two 0 perhaps. We've got very limited tactics going on today. Obviously, the players have been in Malaga. They just got back this evening, so none of them are here. So if there is going to be changes, they're going to have to be defensive because we've only got three defenders and a goalkeeper on the. Yeah, bench, I mean, so. if you think, like, um, obviously Winter is someone who can move into midfield. Oh, uh, what? Oh, apparently I've got to play a little thing. All right, all right then. We're going to play a little thing and then we'll be back with some commentary. The noble objectives of the FA, who after all are supposed to oversee the, 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 the whole game, not just the benefit of the top Premier League clubs, have just been completely hijacked by the top clubs in all shamelessly hijacked in order to fulfill their homegrown player requirements. Steve Parrish. Ben Shaper. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's, about, it's, about, it's about Zaha and the, the contract. Right, yeah, go on. <laughs> Basically, uh, it has he has signed it, yeah? Is that? So Friday, yeah, yeah, I spoke to the agent today and he told me he signed it Friday, but I don't think we're gonna announce it until um, Monday's games, it's just that. <laughs> <laughs> An exclusive on Home Radio. Here's live this Sunday from 8 pm only on Homesdale Radio. Good eye, mate. Good eye, mate. Uh, we're back here at, at Cry Wanderers. Uh, I'm Ross Phillips. We, the second half just kicked off. Um, I'm, no. not, I'm not Ross Phillips. No. I've had to fill in for Ross Phillips because Ross Phillips has decided to go to the toilet just as the game's kicked as off. As Ross predicted, um, oh, yeah. he'd gone and walkabout and <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> hadn't returned. That's an Australian bar, isn't it? it, it is. <laughs> That's what I said. It. I'm going to um, move and let Ross come back to his well, country. The second half has kicked off and uh, just, just ball bobbing around in the midfield there. Just waiting for Ben and Ross <laughs> to sort of swap places here. <laughs> Could get rather uncomfortable. Uh, Bill's back now with uh, with Jack Holland in the back. Doesn't appear to have been any changes as far as I can tell, but we'll keep looking. I'm back. Ross is back. No one panic. Um, here we go. Driving run from the back for Cray. Tyrone Sterling once more. Standout player for Cray in the first half for me. Uh, although Danny Phillips was very good. Yep. And uh, yeah, been impressed with those two. But um, now and. Uh, Apaya dropping a little bit deeper and leaving Sakaja up on his own. A touch there. Uh, Holland clearing under pressure. Uh, over on that far side. That ball's gone way out into the and forest. The ball's gone. Yep. Into the cricket pitch. <laughs> into the cricket pitch. And replacement ball now. Throwing comes in. And ball in the midfield. And uh, uh, well observed. We've got another whole radio personality. Uh, Nicholas Gillard sitting behind who's just observed. Heckling. That, uh, that Jill is in fact a backseat driver even when we're commentating. Anyway, clearance up the wing here, just gone out of play by the dugouts over there. Doug's in the dugout, we can see. And, um, Doug in the dugout, I like it. It's good. Okay, Cray with the ball in the back here. I've just had to shush people with a stern face because I was starting to get annoyed. I was just thinking, I guess there can't be too many changes because we've only got three on the bench. So exactly, it's not like yeah. we can change the whole team we, at we half can, time, which is kind of good for us. It, it is it is good for us. And um, if we do, we know we've got two centre-backs and a right-back to come on. So um, we should be all right there. Oh, well, Craig Taylor just knocking the ball out on this, on this right-hand side of the pitch as we look uh, in our left-back position. Just throwing it on and the number six is... In a long, deep cross, 
cleared at the back stick once more by Alex Winter. Uh, Fennec tried to run there. He's down again. Oh, it looks just taking taking a few knocks. Is Fennec? A um, little bit unfortunate. Seems to go in full full belt, doesn't he? When he's yeah. using for challenges and running after the ball, he's that's it, absolutely very, very um, fast paced player. He is very fast paced. He's, he's definitely definitely his strength is with the ball at his feet, and we're not getting to see that as much as we'd like. But hopefully, as this half wears on, we'll see that a bit more. Uh, well cut out there from Apaya ball out to Cadogan couple of touches flicks it back into Dorman Dorman flicks a nice ball over the top to Cadell Daniel Cadell Daniel right in front of us here in the uh, halfway line in the left back position now overlapping as Cadogan comes back but ball doesn't come to him and another player down with an arm injury for Cray but we've played on Cadell Daniel in the left hand left hand for the penalty area tackled back Cadogan back in back to Cadell Daniel edge of the area looks like it's been cleared by Cray Craig going to put the ball out now so the player can receive some treatment yeah. as he holds his arm. He's just didn't quite fall for Cadell Daniel inside the box. He, he maybe took a few too many touches, but it was a good run initially. He went from the wide wing all the way into the box and twisted and turned, but just didn't didn't quite get past that last player. Mm. No, absolutely. Um, another lull here while the ref speaks to a player. I'm not too sure what too sure what the uh, what the disagreement is but play, play was stopped because oh, the player was injured yeah, that's they it. know who the ball's going to go to well I thought they played thought Craig played the ball out but clearly not and uh, Cadogan returns it almost for a goal kick but the keeper comes sprinting out and stops it so Craig's keeper Andy Walker now with the ball just wanders aimlessly around the penalty area he ate up about five minutes in the first half doing this uh, just waiting for him to play the ball out there's Okay, keeper plays the ball out. High ball up. Taylor wins the header. Back into the midfield. Cray pick it up with uh, Daddy Phillips. That's got the same surname as you. You should remember that, good, shouldn't we? Good name, good name. <laughs> He's a good player. He is very good. And it's Phillips again with the ball, driving at the Palace defence and switches the play out wide right. But intercepted by Daniel, who's caught a little bit late there. But into Sakaja, who turns and runs. He's got two after him, but they can't catch him. He's switched it over to Quasi Apaya. Apaya now. Back to Dorman. Dorman a bit slow there and ponderous. Caught out. Oh dear. That's all I can say there. Oh dear indeed. It was a, it was a typical Dorman moment, that one. Yeah. Very, very slow on the ball. And oh dear. We, oh dear. It's, uh, we've all seen that before. Mm. It's, it's a real shame. I mean, you know. Oh, the keeper's kicked more mud than ball there. And it's bounced out. And the, the referee stopping it. I think because it's a friendly, he's let him get away with it there. But basically, the keeper's gone to kick the ball and just kicked a huge clump of mud instead. Uh, with the ball pretty much staying in the penalty area. I don't know how it's Cray Wanderer's free kick. I thought it was a handball. It was offside. Mm. Oh, OK. Yeah. It's offside, apparently, we've been, mm. we've been told. Didn't the keeper play the ball? No, anyway. OK. Offside it was. So a little free kick on the edge of uh, Cray's area here. Just waiting again for the keeper to restart. He plays the ball out to the left-hand side for Tyrone Sterling. Sterling looking for a long pass over the top to Bremner, but uh, nothing going there. It's a it's a throw in now for Alex Winter with the ball in his hand in the right back position. Takes a long throw up, goes right over the head. Bayern Fennec ricochets after an attempted clearance for So. So plays it way behind Cadell Daniel, uh, not showing his passing ability there. Uh, ball goes back now to Quade Taylor. Craig Taylor with his head up looking forwards but plays it across to Jack Holland. Jack Holland now striding forward with the ball. Looks inside, finds Andy Dorman. First time pass from Dorman. 
Brilliant. So Apaya, Apaya first time flicks it out beautifully to the wing there. Fennec, Fennec now with the ball. Dancing around a couple of players. Back into Dorman. Dorman now supposed to play back out on the left to Cadell Daniel. Daniel with his head up plays a great... Oh, he's tried to hit across there. And ended up being more of a shot than a cross. But well caught by the keeper. Not really a threat. Should have done a bit better there, Ross. Yeah, Cadell's, uh, Cadell Daniel's final ball wasn't the best. But he's getting, uh, getting forward a lot more in this half. Getting a lot more past the halfway line into attacking positions. Mm. I think that's definitely a strength of his. We've got to use a bit more here. Uh, Cray back on the attack. Another ball lost in the same area in the woods there. Some kids running after him. Uh, but the replacement ball is thrown onto the pitch now. Still out here on the left wing. Comes back to the left back position for Sterling. Switch back now here. Coming back over to the right back position. And back out to this right flank here. Well done, Daniel. <laughs> well in there, Daniel. Oh, some real thumping challenges going in here. Good old fashioned stuff. Back out to Daniel here now in the left back position. Tries to flick it over. Intercepted by the Cray player who chests it out. Daniel now throws to Cadogan. Cadogan turns inside, then back outside again. Heading down the wing. Cuts back inside. Plays it brilliantly into Sakaja. Sakaja. Quick feet. Back to Sal. Back to Sakaja. Driving on now. Looks to find a pyre. A pyre. Bit of a dive there. Theatrical from a pyre, but he doesn't appeal for anything to be fair. That's, That's a horrible foul. Great. <laughs> on uh, Jack Holland. Yeah, forearm smash into his throat, but uh, Holland, to his credit, gets up there and carries on uh, and jogs away nicely. Palace straight on the attack with the ball. Here goes Fane. Fane Fennick. Fane Benick, I nearly said. And his cross has to be tipped over the bar by the keeper, and it'll be a Crystal Palace corner. Have we had one of them before today? Uh, I think it's the first one. Yep, yeah, we've been playing them short all. Um, all pre-season so far. It'll be interesting to see what we've done with this. The, the only height we've got really is, is in Taylor and Holland coming forward. Um, Dorman runs for the short ball. Yep, short corner, as I said. Uh, Fennett gets it now. Crosses it left footed. It's gone. Oh, it's all. It's gone straight in. Keeper again tips it over. Made a bit of a meal. Keeper probably could have probably could have caught the the ball yeah. there, uh, Andy Walker, <laughs> but he decided to tip it over the bar. Joe Hollyoak exclaiming that are oh, there TV cameras here? It was a bit of a Hollywood save. So, um, but once more, with Palace looking to take this corner, and again, I suspect they're looking to take it quickly. Ball short to Dorman. Uh, he's muscled out of it, and the ball goes out for a Palace throw-on over on this far side behind a pillar. Oh, it's not Dorman, it's Bain Fennick. Apologies. Oh. Oh, there. Sorry, that was... Uh, Rough challenge there. Rough challenge. Ball's going on the left-hand side with Cray. Another ball into the channel here. Well cl well claimed by Jack Holland. Heads it out for a throw on. I must say, the last short corner, I don't think it was on. Now, Fenwick did come short for the short corner. Yeah. But uh, there was a defender right up his uh, his, his behind, his be and uh, <laughs> I don't think the short corner was on yet. They still went for it, no, uh, exactly. and it went nowhere. It went out for a throw-in. No, this is it was driving us mad against Margate. To be honest with you, it was the same corner every time. And, you know, just you, get you it in the box. Just mix it up, yeah, get it in there. Um, but there we go. Uh, some threatening now. This looks like a bit of a ricochet in the box. Uh, this is Cray Wanderers with the ball, but uh, we're just clearing it now. Palace up to Ibra Shikaja. Great control on his chest. Really impressive. His link-up play and control. Oh, oh a late hey. challenge. Really late challenge there on Sakaja. He's passed up the, up the line. Fortunately, he was in the air and the contact was made, so I don't think any lasting damage. And he walks off. In fact, it looks like the uh, Danny Young, I believe it is, who's uh, playing for Cray there. It looks like he's... If the numbers are right, is Danny Young. He's gone for a, 
kind of a late challenge a skaja, against uh, Sakaja. Sakaja. <laughs> if I can um, get that out, but it was a very quick feat by Sakaja. Yeah, he I mean, yeah, he looks, he's done himself some damage there, Danny Young. I mean, possibly he's trying to avoid any kind of uh, card, but it's a friendly, so you wouldn't expect to see one. Uh, but a bit, bit of treatment here, and we another break in play. Joe? Is that the Palace physio treating the crowbar? It could well be, actually. Well sure. spotted. Mm. Yeah, Mind you, it's not, it, it's not Alex Manos, is it? No, it must be the reserve physio. Manos. Do they have reserve physios? Why don't you tell us at home? <laughs> <laughs> Tweet us, tweet us at our radio. Who's um, that? Joe, we're, we're having a conversation, but we're actually on air. Do, do you want to go on? No, the girly, girly physio. What, first onesie? Yes. Do you remember yeah. that? One? I do remember that. It was entirely inappropriate. Remember that song that, song that they sang? Yeah, I do, yeah. What was it, Chris? Yeah, I'm not going to say what that song was. <laughs> um, it was entirely inappropriate. You'd never catch me joining in with that song. Um, I'm sure she does a wonderful job for Swansea. By the way, that's a car, Jay. Look, see, it does look different. It right? does look, yeah, yeah. Can't be far first team. Absolutely. I mean, well, obviously, we've seen, seen him make that impact uh, the season before last with that, equal, you know, pretty much his first touch for Palace. He scored that, that goal up at Hull, but we didn't really see him after that. But, um, but yeah. He's like like, uh, like Wilf, and he's got quick feet, and, and mm. all you do, you end up antagonising the other, the opposition, you get kicked, as he did yeah, yeah. One person's not going to kick in, the other person, the other player behind him's going to kick But he's, he's definitely looking stronger as well. I mean, I'm, I remember reading... It's another elbow. It is another elbow injury. So, it looks like we've got another broken arm. Danny gone. Young is coming off yeah, from Cray Wanderers. Just hasn't been officially subbed off yet, but he's been clapped off. Ex-Bromley and uh, Margate central Come defender. Well, thanks for that. He joined. Yeah, he joined. <laughs> yeah, any, more, any more knowledge on yeah, that? He joined Cray last season, and um, he's he's been uh, playing uh, right back mainly for Cray Wanderers. Mm. Just thought I'd let you amateurs know that one. Oh, th th thanks for that, Ross. <laughs> Ross, I mean, I was wondering um, if you got any information on Billy Burgess. <laughs> <laughs> so well, that is a break in play. We're not we're not deliberately trying to waste where's the, your where's time. the joke about that? Um, oh. Anyway. Um, here we go. It looks like we're about to restart again. Cadell Daniel with the free kick. Um, Just on halfway. It looks like we're playing on. Doesn't? Yeah. Doesn't? Does it? Hang on. One, two, three, four, no, five. 10, Eleven on. Eleven on. Didn't see the sub come on. There we go. Uh, Palace on the attack now. Ball back with Dorman here on the uh, right hand side. Into so Ooh, sold him short. Late Another late challenge. They've got to stop doing this. It's you know. That's Gus out, yeah, he's down now. I'm not sure. He's not getting up particularly quickly. It was a 60-40 ball in favour of Soe. Absolutely. And the great has gone sliding in no. with, with studs in and basically he's, he's caught him. Up, he's so. up on his feet. He's a tough lad, but there's no real. there was no real need for that challenge, to be honest with you. Just a little bit of over-exuberance. Uh, championship meeting the Isthmian League. That's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so he's you, limping. So yeah, he is limping. Hopefully, he's all right to continue. Although we don't have any midfielders on the bench, so we don't. I'm not sure but what's Alex, went, Alex <laughs> went to complain <laughs> midfield. Yeah, Doug, Dougie might come on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. Ah, uh, yeah. That's some information from yep, one of the supporters in front of us. It looks right, like yeah. uh, Tamatuna on one of the trials has come on. Uh, Nothing fishy about that, mate. Yeah, knew that was going to happen. Who was going to be the first one with the, uh, the tuna pun? But there we go. Amber's got mm. it. I'm going to think of some more now. Um, probably shouldn't announce that when I can't think of any more. <laughs> Did you say for God's sake? <laughs> Unbelievable. Anyway, back on with the football. You know he's got a famous girlfriend. Okay, go on. Martine McGudgeon. 
Right, no one speak to gel for the rest of the evening. Uh, Cadell Daniel driving in the forward in the left back position. Looks like he dug it in, but in fact he's gone on on his own. He's so oh, near, near right. dummy. Pass two, driving further forwards. Oh. Another dangerous challenge there. I'm, I'm not really sure. He's, he's referee's pull back play for an earlier foul. He did skip past two defenders. One, one did foul him. Uh, referee played on. Cadell Daniel lost the ball and then he's uh, well refereed. The referee has brought back play. Great, thanks for that, Ross. Fenwick is over the ball. Well spotted. Knocks the ball back to Sal. Switched over now. Alex Winter driving further forward. Cut out by Cray. Uh, Danny Phillips again. He drives a little bit further forward. The ball plays it out to that left left hand side. Just crossing the halfway line now with a long ball up front to Sean Bevney. But Palace get the free kick with Dorman. Dorman out to Sal. Plays it into Fennec who skips inside, turns around and plays it plays it out wide here to Cadell Daniel again. Looks up, plays it to Sakaja who's now on this left hand side. Stands up his defender, a little bit of a trick, step over, oh, and then some pass. interplay but cut out by Cray. Cray Taylor steps up, nice and calm. Ooh, ooh, pass back again, another late challenge oh. there. We have got the uh Oh, we've got a question from, uh, I think that's Ryan Quirk, who uh, played with Bayon Fennick at uh, Lewis. Uh, Bayon's doing all right, Ryan. He's, uh, he's doing okay, but he's not getting as much of the ball as he's seen in the previous pre-season friendlies, um, uh, to answer that tweet. If you do want to tweet us, um, you can do it. It's at Hull Radio, and we'll try and pick up any questions that you've got. I mean, it's the level of professionalism isn't the highest, to be quite honest, but, um, but we'll try and answer any questions that you do have. But I think Fenwick has been pressing more in this second half. He's, he seems to drift in central from the right. And he, he, he wants the ball all the time. He's always looking for the ball. And if there's any sparks in this Palace team, I think in this second half especially, it's been Cadell Daniel and, and, and Bayern Fenwick. Any um, other highlights so far in the second half? Well, in the, in the second half, really just been the performance of, of Ibra Sikaja. I've been really impressed with his yeah. strength. As, I mean, as Joe was saying, he looks... He looks like one who can step up. Yeah, he's um, been holding the, up the ball well up front. And yeah. uh, also quick feet, been looking to take on the defenders. I've just got a little uh, injury update for you from the, from the Cray players. Obviously, we're showing a bit of concern from them. Apparently, the, uh, the French lad, Laurent, hit much. He's got a um, dislocated shoulder. And it's a broken wrist for... Oh, I forgot his name. Uh, Danny Young. Broken wrist for Danny Young. Uh, what did I just miss that? Uh, good chance. Uh, we've got a corner. Bandits, my chance I missed when I was forgetting names of injured Cray <laughs> players. Apologies. And I was watching you forgetting you, names. Watching me, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to watch for nice people. <laughs> okay. Uh, corner was shot. Uh, playing the ball on this right-hand side. Uh, good header up from Holland, but it's well wide in the end. Uh, not, no real threat there. Short um, corners aren't working. Just going to try and pick up on a few more of these tweets while the, there's a slight lull here. Uh, are we doing a fantasy football league this season? We are doing a fantasy football league, league this season. Uh, just check the thread on hold until I can work out what else I'm supposed to say about that. But yeah, on homesale.net there will be a thread about fantasy football. Uh, James Daddy also asked a question about uh, only being four subs. And apparently so. Uh, anyway, uh, Gus, so I think that is limping off. Um, can't see his replacement yet. So I think that's this new lad. I think this is Newman Carney who's coming over to this left-hand side by the looks of it. Uh, 
Yeah, he's playing. Uh, Kido Daniel's gone into the midfield to take Gus Sell's position. So that's that's the change there. So Gus Sell uh, replaced by uh, Newman McCarney, who's gone to left back, and Kido Daniel has gone from left back into central midfield to fill in for Gus Sell, where he's been playing as a as a youth player anyway. Yeah, we're all going to be honest. We don't know too much about number 15, Newman Carney. He was the only player on the shortlist that we weren't too sure about. So he might, he might be. On, I think he's probably good. Certainly, he's on trial with us at the moment. Um, with, yeah, with the yeah, you'd imagine so. I mean, I know there, were, there are a couple of lads on trial, but um, but he's, you know he's had a had a first touch, got that out of the way, and played it, played a nice ball up the line. So so he gets on anyway. Fennick driving forward now, trying to take on the three players and gets the free kick. Very quick free from Fennick. Yeah. Starting to really impress. Good attacking run down the right wing by Fennick, and he had three players all over him, and he got the free quick. He looks uh, very skillful. Mm, absolutely. Uh, I'm going to give a shout out to Albert Curley, who asked for one early on. I'm not going to use most of the words he's asked me to use in his description, but I will say we've, he is sorely missed from from whole radio show. Um, just doing a quick refresh. We might have some more things. Um, oh, thanks to Liam Fennick. Um, Bain's brother has, uh, has given us a nice message. Um, yeah, listening to our fantastic commentary. That's very nice of you to say, Liam. Um, glad we're providing a service. Uh, obviously, we're big fans of Bain as well, so um, it's good to see him play. Is that Matt um, Parsons is on? No, no, no. That's that's the lad we're talking about. Oh, okay. Sorry about Newman that. Newman Carney. They look very similar, don't they? Yeah, yeah. There's a bit of that. Yeah. Certainly a bit of that. So about is he him. slotted into left back then? Yes. Always. Because yep. so was playing centre mid. You weren't listening to my commentary. Oh, was. Cadell Daniel has moved from left back. Oh, okay, to sorry. No. Midfield. Yeah, I wasn't listening. Because <laughs> no, exactly. Um, great substitution. I'm not going to try and keep thinking that. Lee Bremner off. Thank you. Who's replaced him? Michael Powell replaced him. Striker for striker. Um, not very tactical. No, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, another lulling play where we wait for the ball to come back on after those substitutions. Um, hopefully we'll be with some, some commentary quite soon. Ball in play, here we go. Quade Taylor with the ball at his feet. Switches the ball back out here to Carney. Carney looks up, drives the ball into midfield uh, where Apaya dropped deep, plays it back to Cadell Daniel. Lifts a great ball over for uh, Sakaja, couldn't take it in his stride. If he managed to take that ball down and turn, he was completely through, unmarked. Uh, well defended again. There you go. Quade Taylor wins a header in almost the left-back position. Oh, well, he's given a foul there, but I think Cadell Daniel won the ball, Joe. Not sure about that one. Looked 50-50 and no, looked like Cadell got a piece of the ball there. I think uh, just because it was a little bit hard, the referee it, went well, a bit soft. I think he's trying to keep go. a bit of a, a lid on these late tackles because a few are going. And you've, when you've had two serious injuries in one game and it's a friendly, it's probably a sensible decision. Uh, anyway, ball played out wide, this wide on the right flank for Cray. Turns inside Carney, plays the ball in, but oh, bit of a pinball in the box. Back out to this wide right flank where I can nearly see. A little bit of interplay again. Oh. He's just done the uh, Carney's been beaten, but Cadogan's back covering. More good covering from Cadogan there, Ross. No, he's, de he's defending a lot better in the second half. He was under the pump in the first half. Mm. Here we go. Just a spell of pressure now for Gray. He's putting the lads, put lads under it. They're, they're working well, tackling hard, but a lot of the ball just keeps falling back at a Cray feet. 
both teams appealing for the decision there but a goal kick given for Crystal Palace <coughs> Fitzsimmons plays the ball out to Taylor to Carney inside is Dorman dropping deep he plays, plays Duggan in short but he just gets there flicks the ball to Cadell Daniel Daniel switching the ball now to Matt, uh, <laughs> Jack Holland Cadell Daniel's definitely growing to the scrum isn't he yeah he's, he's a very versatile player like I said I really rate him he's on a short term contract apparently until, until like December or something I can't understand why we didn't give him a full year uh, he's an incredibly talented young player. And, uh, it's getting a little bit scrappy now, the game, would you yeah. say, this? A lot of players fighting for that ball, as tackles flying in. And the, the, the sort of passing isn't sharp enough, is it? It's yeah, a lot, of players selling, a, lot of, a lot of players selling their teammates short with passes and really putting it, putting them under pressure, which is not really what I want to see. Uh, another misplaced pass here, if, uh, ends up with a throw to Cray. Cray now pushing another ball into the channel. Where Taylor goes out, it's cover his middle debut. A little mistake from Taylor there. Powers taking the ball off of him, knocks it back. Deep cross comes in. That's got to be the key. Oh, oh well, it was a really high cross. Should have been claimed by the keeper. He seems to have lost sight of it. Oh, and he's actually saved a last shot from Taylor. Yeah, Ross, Ross Fitzsimmons kind of, I guess you could say, made a mistake. The ball was up in the air for a long time and he, he didn't catch it. He let it go behind him. The ball came back out of play and a shot came in from outside the box, but it was a. It looked like it was going top corner for a second then Fitzsimmons just took it comfortably with two hands. It was a good yeah, save. Absolutely. Good save to make up for his early early. You're quite right. And, um, mm. So it's a little bit of a alarm again. I had some facts that I was going to read out earlier. So I'm, I'm going to read. I might read out well. I might. There might be some untrue facts that I read out in the middle of this. Um, so Cray Wanderers are one of the oldest football clubs in the world. Formed in... 1860. Joe insists they are the second oldest football club in existence. Uh, they play in the Ispian League Premier Division and they finished 9th out of 22 in the last two seasons. Um, they were formed by railway workers building the London to Kent Coast Rail Link. Founded it in 1860. Mm, correct. Now after that little, in we're now back moving. Cray with the ball playing it around the defence. Just, I thought a little fact break was in order. Ah. Uh, they're driving forward now, overlapping on this left-hand side, trying to double up on the full-back. They've done that well. Should have played the ball first time, but a cross comes in. Cleared for a corner. A little bit of pressure on Palace here again. Well cut out by Holland at the the, the front post there. He's done well, actually. Kind of an unsung sort of... Well, both centre-backs, really. Yeah. Haven't really talked a great deal about them. But, um, Taylor and Holland have seemed to be covering a lot and they do seem to cut out a lot of passes they're, they're yeah. working well together well Holland I think's in the, the last year of, uh, of a deal I think he's one who's he's kind of like he came through as a youngster and he's I think he's reached like possibly he's 21 now and not not played a senior game and you kind of think is he still there but, um, but he's looking you know, obviously centre-backs come through quite late so um, so maybe this is his time I don't know Cor corner came in from Cray and it's been headed out for another uh, corner. For another corner. Uh, we've got. Um, do you think Holland is ready to make a first team appearance at all at any time this season? I, 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 do you know? I think he needs he needs more experience. He needs league experience. I, I, I hope we can get like a League Two or League One team for him, uh, just to get him to play half, maybe half a season. See how he does. Otherwise, I don't understand why we're hanging on to him if he's not up to it. Yeah. To be honest. Seems odd. Um, and he was very highly rated when he came through. 
with um, Joe Namandi. The two of them had the best sort of centre-back partnership at academy level for, for two or three years. Namandi um, ended up going out into non-league and playing at Bromley, I think. Uh, but, but Jack Holland's stayed at the club for a number of years and um, still not made that, that first team appearance. So I hope this season is, is it for him. He might be on call for a League Cup appearance. At yeah, well, as, as things start. stand, we haven't got a great deal of cover there. We've got two trialists in that position, but neither of which have signed yet. So at the, at the moment, you know, there's a, there's a space there for, for someone to come through. And Dougie Freeman's here tonight. <laughs> I'm sure he's, he's definitely having a close look at Jack Holland to see if he is ready to make that step up. Again, the, uh, it's a lot of scrap of play in the midfield here. Cray trying to get the, get the ball down and trying to sort of spread the play a bit and make Palace run. They're over on this right-hand side now, running forwards. Good ball inside. It's a foul off from Cadell Daniel. Uh, referee calls it back when I think perhaps Cray would probably prefer to carry on going forward there, but they've got a free kick in a dangerous area. Cadogan stands about two yards from it. <laughs> uh, and the Cray fans complain quite yeah, loudly. Cadell Daniel went in for that tackle in didn't get any of the ball and it was like a body like a body slam yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like yeah just ran straight into him and yeah. the, we heard a slap here in the the, the stand yeah. which was we knew it was a foul straight away absolutely it's dangerous position for a free kick they've played it in along the ground shepherded it out by Daniel bit of a waste there from Cray unfortunately um, certainly they'll be looking to test Palace a bit more than that in those sorts of positions Ross Fitzsimmons now looking to play the ball out Plays it into Daniel, who's dropped in deep. See, he's now filling that role of dropping into the centre-back position to pick yeah. the ball up. Very versatile, as you were saying before. Yeah. It's a very interesting tactic, I have to say. I'm not sure I thoroughly agree with it, but interesting tactic nonetheless. Ball now played out by Taylor out to Carney. Gets his head up, plays in Daniel. Flicks it forward to Gadogan, he flicks it on to Carney. Great one-touch play in the final pass, just letting the team down. Um, Ohio Eagle AJ just is listening in in Ohio crazy to think someone in Ohio is listening to our ramshackle commentary good oh. to hear we've got supporters all around the world and tune in even though it's a pre-season game if anyone's yeah. listening from Australia tweet in so we can give you a shout out <laughs> you can give them a bonds a shout out <laughs> give us a good day yeah absolutely well, good nice bit of skill steps inside and then turns back on himself Reverse pass now to Apai, who flicks it through the defender's legs and tries to run onto himself. Oh, just a little bit short there, keeper comes out and clears. Yeah, Apai pieces indeed, Joe. Some, some, yeah, some nice, little, uh, nice little football from Palace. As, uh, as Ben rightly observes, it's starting to rain here. Uh, that should, should quicken things up, but uh, be a bit of a worry for, you know, for the injuries that have happened so far already. Be a bit of a worry to get some more with some of these uh, excitable challenges going in. Uh, anyway, Cray attacking down our left flank now, cutting back, ball in the centre. Long range effort. Ooh, it's not bad. About, about a foot and a half over. Uh, Sim's not really troubled though. Yeah, quite, quite a distance out. 30, 35 yards. It was always going up. I'm amazed my throat has held out this long, but I'm suffering now. Doing well, you're doing well. <laughs> okay. Daniel again, dropping right back deep, plays a long raking ball out, straight onto the chest of Kadogan. Kadogan's fouled about four times as he goes past the player. Uh, ref gives the free kick correctly. Not that I'm biased at all well, in any way. Well played by Kieran Kadogan on the left wing. Absolutely, in front yeah, of yeah. the defender and draw the flower. I think it's probably worth a conversation just after we see what happens with this. Oh! 
We're going to see another pony. And oh, oh, that was that more of a penalty than probably the first was, one. Yeah, more penalty than the first one. A pyre runs through, knocks the ball out. To be fair, he was never going to get it before it went out of play. But the keeper's, but the keeper's just taking his legs. He, he did hands. get there before Andy Walker, and Andy um, Walker did clip his, yeah. clip his legs. So perhaps referee even evening things up maybe we, feels a bit. Flinging, we've, we've seen him given, haven't we? We've seen him given. So that, that's yeah. <laughs> some, some screaming going on as the keeper took the free kick. But a little bit of excitement there. Perhaps should have been a penalty, but like I say, maybe evening things out there. Uh, Taylor steps in now to take the loose ball. Steps into midfield, striding forward, almost Rio Ferdinandesque. <laughs> the game's definitely stepped up a gear and seems a little bit more open in. now as well. Um, yeah, uh, again, more attackers flying in there. Dorman uh, loses the ball. Dorman's been quiet in the second half, hasn't he? You haven't he heard has, much of him he at has, all. Yeah, he, think he let the praise go to his head that he heard at <laughs> half time. <laughs> he might have heard us from the pitch. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, unfortunately he's, uh, yeah, he's disappeared a bit in the second half. He hasn't yeah. had much control on the Palace side. And again, some fantastic overlapping fullback play from Cray, and they get a dangerous cross into that back post. Uh, and it's gone out of play. Alex Winter. Alex Winter there. Have you noticed that the twos on the back of the kit look like sevens now? That it's got a dark. I think you need to get your uh, glasses fixed, Tambo. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Not on the Cray kit. <laughs> On the pal skit. It's because yeah. we've got those stripes going down. It is. It's actually the advertisers thing well, they, on the they, bottom of the number. They are beautiful, beautiful yeah, kits. They are I don't lovely. know what all the fuss was about saying they well, were no, but that great. They're when beautiful. That, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's one, one thing's good. <laughs> I haven't got mine yet. Um, anyway, yep. It's goal kick for Palace. Nothing of any real note happening at the moment. Rain's so, coming um, down a little bit heavier. Yeah, it certainly is getting heavier, the rain. Um, Again, uh, looks like some movement over there on the bench, perhaps. Yeah, it's like a double sub coming on for that Palace. That looks to me like the Michael fairly giant figure of Michael Chambers. Yeah, Michael Chang Chambers. And Chambers. I'll, try and <laughs> I'll try and say this right. We've got Aaron Akaruka. Yeah, well done. Aaron Akaruka. There's only two subs left, so I couldn't get that yeah. wrong. Uh, do we know who went off? I haven't been paying any attention. Oh, Aaron. Yeah, we're just waiting for the stadium. Aaron coming to right back. Quay Taylor. Quay Taylor went off, thank you. <laughs> Quay Taylor went off for uh, for Michael Chambers. As I should really have guessed. Um, I'm guessing I'm guessing it was Winter for Akaraka. I can't see Winter anymore. Yeah, Alex Alex Winter's gone off as well. There you go. Who's the twelve has come on? Michael Chambers from Dulwich. We got him. Oh, Is he preempting it? an injury to his wrist he's already got his bandage actually yeah that's a good point um, Chambers has entered the field of play with a bandage on his left wrist um, Joe wondering if he's preempting an injury there but <laughs> let's hope not <laughs> yeah, there, yeah it is the theme um, but yeah Palace looking to attack down this left hand side but Cadogan unfortunately can't control the ball nice little play to get themselves out of uh, the defensive position from Cray Cadell Daniel does brilliantly to get step past a couple of players there uh, his ball is then cut out of the back by Cray. And Del Daniel really forward. in the thick of things, isn't he? He's always getting yeah. stuck in. He's always on the ball. He's chasing. He's tackling. Yeah, he's busy. You know, he's he's come. He's a comfortable defender, but also very happy to go forward. What we haven't seen from Daniel today is his shooting power as well. He takes an absolutely fantastic free kick. Um, oh, Cray right through on the step, the box on the left hand side. Oh, he's gone down. Oh, never no a penalty. Pen. Never. No pen. He was looking for it, but you know. It's good move. That's good movement from uh, Phillips and Bevany. now trying to hold off a challenge. 
Long ball forward from Cray as the ball goes loose. Picked up by Fitzsimmons, who plays it out now to Holland. Finally, finds Akaruka on the right-hand side. Akaruka with his head up. Lifts the ball forward, but to no one in particular, unfortunately. And Phillips strides forward with the ball for Cray. Switches it out now to this right-hand side. One back by Sakaju. Knocks it back now. Cadell Daniel. Cadell Daniel with a fantastic pass to Cadogan. Cadogan looks inside first time, but he didn't look up to find the player. Yeah, it was a poor touch by Cadogan. He didn't really look up to see if anyone was there. He was just assuming that a player or Sakaju was still there, but didn't go to Sakaju. Sakaju. Yeah. So they get back in numbers, Cray. They really do know how to defend. You know, it's obviously. Not the prettiest thing to watch, but they're, but they, you know, they are pretty much strangling every chance that they can out of the game. But well won there from uh, from Jack Holland. Plays a great pass to Dorman. Two offside Palace players as he plays it, but it's cut out anyway. McCray come again, trying to add some pressure as we move forward in this second half. Switch the ball out right again, focusing on this right flank. <laughs> Just as I say that, they switch the play all the way over to the left flank. <laughs> Uh, down this left-hand side now. Akaruka standing up, trying to force the mistake. Does so. Ball intercepted by Dorman. Dorman turns, finds Daniel. Daniel runs with the ball. Looking, Kadugan was looking for the ball, doesn't find him. In fact, it, in fact, it comes to Carney, who now finds Kadugan. Kadugan turns, comes back inside, fires the ball over to Dorman. Dorman with a head up, strolling round the pitch, out caring the world. <laughs> Plays the ball back to Holland. Holland back to Akaruka. Akaruka down the right hand side. It's cut out again. Cray come away with the ball. Yeah, An unnecessary 360 turn from the defender there. But always enjoyable. Akaruka twice he's had the ball in possession and looked for that kind of killer pass forward. And it's been intercepted twice. He just needs to play the easy ball sometimes. Yeah, it's interesting as this, this half closes out and, and the players off obviously tire just to see if there'll be any more opportunities at either end. Um, Ball firing now, but another great clearance from Holland. Defending well, Palace, it has to be said. Um, you know, not not really had anything clear cut at all for Gray. Great ball forward for Bayer, but he tries to run onto it, doesn't see the central defender coming out of, and, and winning that header. Dorman in midfield, back to Daniel. Out to Fennick. Fennick back to Akaruka. Slowly not back to Dorman, back to Holland. Uh, slowing the pace down of the game. Absolutely, just keeping a bit of control there. Daniel's ball forward was to Sakaja, but he was challenged well by uh, by the Cray centre backs. Daniel Daniel's got, basically taking over Dorman's role in centre midfield and controlling the game more than Dorman is really. The younger players. Yeah, 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 you, absolutely. You think more experienced player would would be controlling the the centre of midfield, but it's all Daniel. He is, yeah, certainly in terms of on, on the ball. Dorman's, you know, he's, he's doing a good job of moving the ball around, you know what I mean? He, you know, he's providing a link, but he's, this, you know, there's not a great deal of other work going on there. Though. Do you think a little bit of fitness is showing in Dorman's play in the second half I with all these youngsters yeah. out there? Yeah, I think so. I think, they, you know, obviously they're, they're strong young lads and, you know, he hasn't played a great deal of football uh, at any real level. Um, a player now on the ball. Long pass towards Fennec, but it's head of the cut out. Sakaja running onto it, and it's, it's well defended in the end. Okay, now Kadogan intercepts the clearance. Tries to play into Sakaja, but a great saving challenge. 
Gray stride forward again. Back out here on this right-hand side. Back into the centre of, well, centre of defence, but, but where Danny Phillips would drop right back. Out on the left flank now. Attacking Palace down this left-hand side. Not a great deal of movement from Cray, and I think that's probably been the story of their attack, attacking uh, play in this game. Rain, pleasingly, has, uh, has subsided. So we wait for Cray to uh, make this attack, but well cut out again. Cadell Daniel in there, doing all the work. Ball comes out to this right-hand side now. Palace seem to be keeping their shape fairly well. They haven't had possession for a while now. Cray Wanderers have had the ball for a good few minutes, but yeah. they're, they're holding shape. And now they've now the Cray Wanderers have lost the ball. It's gone the way back yeah, down to Fitzsimmons. It's quite difficult to commentate on because nothing's really happening. Yeah, basically <laughs> just knocking it around in the middle of the park, keeping possession. Palace yeah. just holding shape and forcing the mistake. I have to say, in terms of, of the defensive display against Margate and the defensive display from essentially the same team here against uh, against Cray, it's a world apart. It, they look much more composed. Good to hear, and that's what you want to see in these pre-season games. You want, you want to see improvements. People learning, and, and obviously the coaches spotting the right things and giving the right mix of players. And Obviously, making that change at the centre back doesn't seem to have lessened any of the effects um, of that of that organisation. With uh, Chambers stepping in seamlessly into Taylor's position. Anyway, free kick out on the left hand side. Cray switch over to the right hand side here. Once more, Tommy Yule on the ball, attacking. But not a lot's happening. Coming back out again. Cray just. Craig holding possession. They're looking for a pass through and it's just being blocked off each time by the Palace defence. Fantastic. Um, we'll be speaking to the uh, assistant manager of, of Cray Wanderers, that's Joe Francis, who will be coming up to uh, have a chat with us at the end of the game, give us his opinion on, on how things are. So if we want to hear from you as well, anything that you've uh, got to say to Hull Radio, uh, we'd love to, uh, love to hear from you. And obviously do tune in on Sunday. Uh, for our live chat with Steve Parrish as well as various other bits and pieces and uh, yeah you can give us a call on that and we'll give you the details a little bit later on so you can leave your message for Steve Parrish to answer your question Cray still with possession again cut out Cadell Daniel doing the defensive work now he's played the ball into space for Bain Fennec to get a run now Fennec with the ball at his feet and space ahead of him He'll be much, much happier than that. Plays the ball inside to Sakaja. Back to Dorman. Daniels steps in and takes the ball from Dorman. Kieran Cadogan. Cadogan supported by Carney. He tries to go past two players and it's well cleared. Throw for Palace. Almost yeah. by this left-hand corner flag. Kieran Cadogan tried a few, few steppers, a few jinks there, but well tackled by the Cray Wanderers fullback. Mm. Another, uh, while waiting for this run, another Cray Wanderers fact for you. One of their former players was actor Adrian Paul. You'll know him as uh, Duncan McLeod in the Highlander series, TV series. Uh, it's exciting bit of information there. And that's actually true. It sounds like something I'd have made up for my own amusement. But it is true. What do you, what do you think, as uh, this goal, goal kick's being taken, what do you think the attendance is tonight? 
I guess. Um, yeah, you probably, <laughs> probably can count them, actually. Um, I'll tell you, it looks better than it did at half-time. <laughs> I think a lot of people have gone under the cover. Because <laughs> it was raining before, a lot of fans have gone under the cover behind ah, the goals. That's right, yeah, so yeah. it seems less people over there now. But um, It's a few hundred, isn't there? It's, it's not four or five hundred, nothing massive. But uh, obviously we're in this main stand as well. We can't see how many are in this... It's this comfort, comfort of the main stand. We're, we're lucky. We're sitting here under the cover in the press area. Best view of the game, really. Right on halfway. Okay, good defending again. And Sakaja should go for a long ball. It's been given offside, oh. but I'm pretty certain he was. Don't think it was. Um, but there I we go. Say, I'm not biased, but I don't think that was offside. <laughs> no, you know. Yep, absolutely. But, um, but there we go. Uh, again, Gray with more possession. See if they can do something a bit better with it this time. Moving it around nicely. They're kind of almost mirroring the way Palace are playing. And they're just knocking a lot of short one-touch one passes, but not really creating a great deal. And it has to be said, mostly in part to some solid defending from Palace. And tigerish work from Cadell Daniel again. There. Um, there you go, look, find a little gap, play it out wide right, but Akurika does well to defend, win the throw down there in that far right corner. Ball to Fennec, back to Akurika, who hoofs it long. Apaya wins a header, straight to the feet of Sakaja. Just control, lets him down slightly, but it's a hard, hard ball to control that one. Yeah, last five minutes, eight minutes or so, Palace have kind of stepped, you know, took taking the foot off the gas as far as energy mm. levels and... They're sitting back and letting Cray have the ball and knock it about and don't seem to be too bothered. They are defending well and they're keeping shape. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, it is part of the game to pick and choose your moments, I suppose. And again, because we've got so few subs, you've got, you've got to assume the energy levels. Uh, they're probably starting to tire a bit now, the lads. And, you know, this will be part of their fitness work to build them up uh, for the season ahead. Sakaja, again, he hasn't, he hasn't let up for a second. And he's very, oh, very... They've given the, the foul against him. I don't know what the linesman has pulled up for. It was 50-50. They were both going yeah. for the ball. Basically, uh, Sakaja running back with the centre-back, uh, tugging each other, left, right and centre. Uh, that sounded a bit... Seems um, Sounded a bit... You know? Yes. Can't really say tugging oh, each other. Robotic. Yeah, I can't... It's not what I meant. But, um, but yeah, so, you know, very much 50-50. And... Um, yeah, the decision goes against Sakaja, but he did get a foot on the ball and he did prod it. To Thank God Mark Willie wasn't involved in that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's the last thing we need. Captain for Cray Runder is missing tonight. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's what happens at Cray's stand with the football. Sometimes you can't get the time off of work so you can't play. <laughs> yeah, that's actually it. That's, yeah, that's that's the story. The, yeah. uh, the Cray Just a reminder, they are playing... Uh, Amateur side, so a lot of these players aren't full-time footballers. Yeah, and as as Joe says, the skipper couldn't actually get time off work to play in this match. Such is life. And uh, anyway, play on the attack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not quite cleared. All comes to the oh, been shot. Basically, cross came in from the left-hand side. Um, Fell some, nicely to Tommy Old, didn't it? Did, oh, uh, um, he's, he's given the corner to the ref, but really, Yule just drove that straight out wide, wide of the goal. Um, no, not at all. Was, I mean, it was well wide, so perhaps that's what it was. But, you know, good shot on him. How many corners has they had now? Uh, it's got to be well into double figures, isn't it? Um, but here we go. Cray corner, swinging in. In swinger, very high to the back post. No one there. Palace can just let this roll out of play. They're not going to. 
to Daniel, and that is full time. On the balance of play, possibly not deserved, but some great defending. We'll see now, and uh, we'll be talking to uh, Joe Francis, the assistant manager of Cray, to get his take on things when we come back. Um, but for the moment, um, we'll uh, play you out of the little cup, and we'll be back in a minute or so. Objectives of the FA, who after all are supposed to oversee the, 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 the whole game, not just the benefit of the top Premier League clubs, have just been completely hijacked by the top clubs, in all shamelessly hijacked, in order to fulfil their homegrown player requirements. Steve Parrish. Ben Shaper. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's, about, it's, about, it's about Zaha and the, the contact. Right, yeah, go on. <laughs> Basically, uh, it has, he has signed it, yeah, is that? I think so, that Friday, right? yeah, yeah, I spoke to the agent today, and he told me he signed it Friday, but I don't think we're going to announce it until, um, Monday's game, so it's just that. <laughs> <laughs> An exclusive on Homestar Radio. It is. Live this Sunday from 8pm, only on Homestar Radio. Oh, apparently I'm back on. I told I told the producer to tell me, but he just pointed. Brilliant. Uh, we're going to try and have a chat with um, with Payne Fennick a bit later on as well, if possible. We reckon it's about five minutes. Um, but in the meantime, we're going to have a little chat about the game and a few other bits and pieces that we've got. Um, incidentally, I think these are the things I didn't get a chance to say. Cray Wanderers were four times winner of the winners of the Kent League. Their record attendance is 2,160 versus Leytonstone. My voice cut out. <clears throat> and uh, former players include um, Simon Osborne, Andy Martin and Rob Quinn of Palace fame. Talking to Simon Osborne, we should be talking to him later in the season. And we've actually spoken to Rob Quinn before. You can check that on one of our pop- podcasts. Um, Interesting yeah. facts. Interesting. Just confirming again, full-time score here at uh, uh, Courage Stadium, Hayes Lane, is... Uh, Cray Wanderers nil, Crystal Palace one. Mm. Quezzy Apaya scored. Mm. We don't know the minute. I was just, I reckon, around <coughs> the 37th, 38th minute. It was. It was, um, yeah, late-ish in the first half. Penalty um, that was saved uh, to the right-hand side, down low mm. by the keeper, and the rebound went fairly central, back towards the penalty spot, and Apaya followed up and uh, thankfully finished and gave Crystal Palace the lead. And, to be honest, since that goal has been in, there hasn't been too many chances from Cray Runders. They've basically, you know, been kept out. They haven't had too many clear-cut chances. And but saying that, either of Palace. I think I think you've pretty much summed up well. For for me, the the key thing from Palace's perspective is we never gave anything away to Cray. Gave them a lot of possession, and, and you know they look a good side. You know, I, I think they've got you've got to say they're going to do well at this level uh, to produce that level of performance, really. But um, I certainly say that. Um, that we, we weren't perhaps deserving of the result, but, but the way we went about things means that you can get a result like that. It was a um, fairly even game, wasn't it? Yeah, you would say yeah. it was a 50-50 game, despite the scoreline suggesting that Palace had won. Um, you wouldn't say you wouldn't say that Cray had, uh, you know, it was their game, they should have won, or you wouldn't say it was Palace. It was fairly, it was fairly 50-50. Um, Cray runners had more of the possession, but I think Palace let them because they weren't doing much with the ball. They were just knocking around mm. in the middle of the park and we were quite happy with holding our shape and these games are good for 
practicing keeping your shape and getting to know how uh, you know your new teammates are playing and getting to know how the, how the, how the, how the team tactics are going to going to outplay for the following season I guess it's the first time you've seen a few players there you talked a bit see I think Daniel impressed you didn't he yeah he did really well uh, especially in the second half he, he really shone he, uh, he went forward down the wings and then moved into the centre and really took control in the centre half. Now take a bit of a break from what's going on and on and on and talk to uh, Joe Francis, who's the assistant manager here at Craig. Um, how was that run out? Yeah, really, really positive and uh, it's always nice to get a, a professional side to come down and come down and play um, to play us and uh, we're really thankful for that because uh, you know it's a different it's a different level for us because they shift the ball well and ask questions and it's nice to see uh, uh, the youngsters playing for Crystal Palace a lot of talent there and um, it was a really good workout for us I say we're massively impressed ourselves with the, with the clay team there's a, lot, there's a lot of talent there and a lot of guys who think you know how, the, how are they not playing up at another level I mean perhaps Tyrone Sterling stood out for me yeah. he looks a cracking player yeah. Um, yeah. but really I mean do you feel perhaps unlucky to have actually lost that game yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, the result's not that important. It's all about the performance, really. And uh, like you said, we've got we've got a bit of a tradition down here at Cray. I mean, it's my 11th year, uh, you know, uh, as assistant manager with Genco. And, you know, we, we, we emphasise that all of our sides like to play good football, you know, and, and we like to pass. And uh, I thought you saw that tonight. No, it's just one of, the, one of my observations. I mean, we, we played a similar team against Margate and got beat 3-1. And Margate were an incredibly direct side. But, yeah. And we tried to do the, do the thing of playing the ball. We got, we got overrun. Yeah. But I thought it was a much more even and a better game to watch because of the way Cray played. Yeah. So, I mean, is that as a philo- I mean, there's an academy at Cray as well. Uh, is that like a philosophy that goes throughout through the club? Yeah, I mean, if you're going to turn up every uh, Tuesday, Thursday and Saturday, it, you know, when you could be with your family... What's the point in watching uh, bish bash bosh football? That's my uh, that's my uh, philosophy. And uh, uh, having been a quite a creative player myself, um, I think people want to come down even at this level and, and see a team try and string two or three passes together. You know, and uh, we'd like that as well. <laughs> so let's park, right? Well, exactly. And um, I think uh, um, we we wouldn't want to do it any other way, really. That's fantastic. Um, okay. Well, listen. Brilliant. All the best, best for the season. Yeah, same, same yeah. to you. Thanks yeah. so much for asking yeah. everything. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, fantastic, yeah. guys. Take it easy. Cheers. Take it easy, Thanks a lot, Joe. Just uh, Joe Francis there, assistant manager of Crow Wanderers, yeah. uh, saying some yeah. 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 very good home yeah. truth there. And um, yeah, I think that the message there really is if you want to watch a good game of football and Palace aren't on, you could do a lot worse than coming down to Cray. Um, I can definitely tell you that they do play some nice football and. Um, got some talented lads and as we said before as was the case for this friendly speaking um, of talented lads no I wasn't wasn't going to say that Uh, every every, uh, Palace season ticket holder can get into Craig Games free of charge down here at Bromley Um, yeah just by showing their season ticket on the door so why not do that this season if you're uh, you're not going to an away game or something like that Ben you're here hello yeah I'm back yeah good thanks so you've got to take over now I'm just the uh, I was just thinking it was a a positive result but I think the performance leaves a lot to be desired Um, you could tell it was it was more of a youth game than a first team game if I'm honest Um, a few good points come out of it though Cadell Daniel I thought had a a fantastic game I thought he was the best player by by quite a way Um, Ben Fenwick as well improved in in the second half I thought 
Um, and hopefully we'll be speaking to him in a few minutes. Have a chat with him. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do our do our best to do that. Obviously, we don't want to dwell too long. If we have to end the show and record the interview instead, yeah, we might have to do that. Um, if he's uh, if he's not allowed out quick enough. Mm. But um, and we'll actually record the interview this time because we've got a bit of a history with, <laughs> yeah. with young Mr. Fenwick. We might bring that up if he if he pops up. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. anyway, um, yeah, I just I think it was a very very positive experience today. It was a it's a lovely ground to come and watch. Mm, a, definitely, a, you know, pre-season friendly and um, yeah. I don't know if if I was to sort of say anything that if I was disappointed about anything today, it, it just simply would have been um, the, 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 the lads sort of didn't weren't quite as adventurous as I'd like to have seen. Yeah, it's definitely. A, you know, we, we've said that a lot last season, and, and I can understand you're playing a system and you're getting your fitness and, and what have you, but it just would have nice to have maybe got the attacking players on the ball a bit more and mm, give them a bit more yeah. support. What did you think about uh, the Newman Carney? Because obviously we didn't know anything about him before the game. We thought it might be Karen Carney, the, the women's football player. It might be <laughs> Chili Con Carney. We didn't have a clue. So I thought he was quite solid second half. Though he didn't make a lot of mistakes. Yeah, and yeah. Looked, he seemed quite an interesting player, comfortable on the ball. Mm, so we don't um, know much about him, but hopefully we'll have no, him on we'll trial and yeah, maybe yeah. we'll see him a bit more. But um, again, the only thing I'd say, he came on and played left back. I think you said you looked him up and he can play centre back. Left or well. centre, yeah, but he's left footed. But I, I, you know, I wonder. Obviously, we've got something of a, a richness of left, left backs. Backs. Yeah. And obviously, Kendall Daniel can play at left back and midfield. And, and you do worry about, you know, continuously signing players in the same positions. I think, I think if people are going to get excited about anything, it's going to be signing players who play up front. Yeah, definitely. Moment, uh, I think that's where the thoughts are. If we want to have a little chat about transfers. That might be an idea. Actually, we didn't really do that, didn't we? Yeah. Um, have I lost your bit of paper? Well, we're talking. I mean, obviously, it was mainly about rumours, wasn't it? it? Was the main thing. Uh, the things that were. There we go. We found rumored. it. Um, and obviously the, the Ross McCormack thing has been going on for some time. Yeah, he um, seems to be close to a move for about the last yeah. two, three months. So um, Obviously, you know, you, you, you can't break confidences or things like that, but I, seemingly everyone has got a story about someone who told them yeah. this and told yeah, them definitely. that, who, you know, what we're going to do. Clearly we need a striker, we know we need a striker, yeah. um, and something's going to happen on that. And I'd say, all I'd say is that no one has denied that, that, that you know, there's been plenty of moves that have been rumoured, and denied by a member of the board and that's not happened in this case so mm. I'd say that possibly tells a story we talked a little bit about Baxter before and all I say on him is I'll be very very shocked and, and disappointed if we don't sign him yeah um, yeah he clearly does have uh, issues where he needs to get some fitness going but he looks absolutely fantab- fantabulous <laughs> <laughs> well, at least that's one that oh. we, we know there's definitely oh, interest yeah. there the fact that he's played in in a match for us so mm. I, don't, I mean by all accounts he seemed like he played quite well yeah, yeah, he's, he's played very well um, in both games, Palace. And also, the other thing is, he's been very open about saying he wants to join Palace, which is always nice. Yes, definitely. Hear. Yeah. Um, um, and one more thing as well, Dougie Freeman obviously has said in the papers over the last few days that we might look into the the loan market more mm-hmm. than the, the transfer window. And a few Palace fans have kicked off by that and said that maybe that's not the right way to be doing things. What are your thoughts on? On that. I think we were talking on a different subject earlier on where I said I don't read too much into what Dougie said. Yeah, he's very, he's very elusive. Um, you know, this is a man who, if you search the internet, you can get a quote from him a matter of days before we signed Glenn Murray, telling everyone that Glenn Murray was too expensive for us <laughs> and we weren't interested. Yeah. So I, I think a lot of what he does is about... I mean, say for example, I'm not saying this is the case, say for example you're in negotiations to sign permanently decent enough money a big player right you yeah. know, if if that club is then saying to you we want more money we want this deal we want that deal you go out of the press and you say we ain't got that much money we're looking at loan players so we've got other options blah blah blah, yeah, blah. Get some that, back, that puts it? more pressure on that team to say well maybe they're not going <coughs> to you know it's a brinkmanship but again 
at the same time, Dougie might just be managing expectations and might just be telling the, the straight truth. So you, you never really know with him. Mm, Steve Parrish has come out a few times and said, don't judge us yet. And they've still got plans and, and stuff that they want to do. So they haven't got to wait until the end of the transfer window before we make uh, a big judgment on that, really. Yeah, I mean, obviously, and, and we get we get the chance to talk to Steve on Sunday. Yeah, I can't find the number to hand anywhere. Mikey's going to sort that out for me. But um, you know, these are the sort of questions we'll be asking him. Because obviously any Palace fan will tell you we're concerned that we've lost Scannell and we've lost um, Ambrose and we've lost Gardner and we've lost Klein. Brought in Ward, who looks a great buy. Mm, you know, I'll and, go with that one. Lad Martin from Southampton looks very good as well. Yeah. I think people underestimate just how good he looks because it's a lot of this, well, he, won't be, he can't possibly be anywhere near as good as Gardner. Well, probably not, but he'll play more games than Gardner. Yeah. And he'll, and he'll get, he looks like he's got a good partnership game with Paddy already. Um, but obviously we've got, we've got gaping holes in our, um, in our squad mm-hmm. uh, up front. We've got no, you know, there's no one really saying that they're 100% ready to step up and do what Ambrose does, uh, did for us. And he's, you know, and then the gap that Scannell leaves is a gap for a youngster. And I can kind of see that maybe someone like Carl De Silva might come in and do something mm, there. Definitely. But, but we'll see on that, really. So I think these are the sort of things we'll be asking Steve. But if you want to ask your own questions, <laughs> Steve, <laughs> it's uh, 0203 Press option two and you'll be able to leave us a voicemail. We'll edit that down nicely uh, into a question that's coherent. So don't worry if you're rambling and <laughs> like we do. Um, so yeah, get your questions in for that one and we'll, and we'll make sure we ask them. I think we're probably going to... Leave it yeah, there and, and we'll just one more quick thing, if, if you don't mind. Just another speculation thing was Alexis Salah um, that we had on trial, mm. and he's a player that is very, very highly rated in in the French leagues. And we were said to be getting him for about three hundred thousand, which was kind of bargain bucket prices for a for a player so highly rated. But that one's gone a bit quiet now. I don't know. If um, we are did you not? Uh, did, you, did you miss that? Did you? Oh, what was, what we're was not, we're not signing him. We sent okay. him back. <laughs> That would have been nice if yeah. we had signed him, yeah, but yeah. we haven't. Yeah, you, do you remember when he did that with... Uh, <laughs> yeah, you did that in Steve Parrish's office as well, didn't you? Oh, I did. I love yeah. 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 Anyway, yeah, anyway yeah, anyway I forget on. that. We'll move on from that. <laughs> ben misses things. But you know, if anyone else did miss it, no, we're not signing Alexis a lot. Um, Dougie's official reason was that he was short of the required fitness levels at this standard. That and it would take him too long to sell. Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> but, but I tell you what, it, it, I think it's possibly a lesson learned from Pedroza, who's obviously gone back mm. to Mexico on a permanent deal. So, yeah. I mean, that one that one was a, a risk. It took a long, long time to look like he was going to do anything. Um, and by the time, well, it was too late by the time he looked like a player. So, and perhaps he was looking in a similar fashion at a lot and thinking it would take too long to settle. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, it's a good time yeah, to leave it there. I think. Leave there. Um, I hope you enjoyed our commentary today. Um, we'll try and pick up a couple of more interviews before we leave. If Quite we can, addictive. I'd like to do it again. Yeah, yeah it was nice, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> anyway, um, catch us on Sunday. Sh- show starting at eight pm. Um, be sort of tune in a little bit before. You might hear some sort of music or something, maybe, or we might be ditching sort of music season. because Don't it'd know. be Mikey choosing it. It's <laughs> only sort it, yeah. of music. Um, but obviously, www.holradio.net. Uh, go there and learn everything about what you need to know. <laughs> So I don't have to remember. Anyway, I'm going to say bye. Bye bye. See ya. Bye. Bye. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. 
With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.